Everyone I said that. Oh, no, we're not. No, we were not. We are live. Hello, everyone. It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. And welcome back to another episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up. Episode 4, Better Singer Than Cal. And of course, we are referring to the amazing acapella edition or rendition of Ending One sung by Gakuto in this last episode. Uh, but before we get into that and why we all believe that Gakuto is the best singer uh, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe, uh, we do want to start off by saying thank you all for joining us. We are going to get into all things Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. We have a very packed show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about the duel between Gakuto and Yuga, uh, the fact that Roman is tone deaf, and if that's going to have any implication later in the story. I might be the only one that thinks that, but we're going to get into that. I want to hear from these great people and we are going to get into our predictions for next week's duel between rook and some mystery green-haired dude from the newspaper club we know nothing about him so i wonder who we will be picking but we are going to get into all of that and i am joined as always by kate Hi. kate thank you for coming yeah. and do you guys want to go around the horn quickly introduce yourselves i'm the best singer here cal yeah. <laughs> Nick T. <laughs> yeah, thank I'm you, guys. Gonna, I'm not, not going to entertain you. No, we can't. You can't even go down that road. <laughs> thank That's you. a 30-minute conversation. Thank you guys uh, very much for uh, coming on, as always. And I'm excited to hear what you guys had to say about the episode. Uh, I do want to thank everyone for getting here early, and I do always, always uh, like a quick roll call for everyone here. So big thank you to Emma Strutton. Aura Dragon, Cameron Stein, Jack Rhodes, Jarek Brewell, Charizard Ranger, Brian Ford, Taker Napper, Shadow Rum Z, Alpha Strike TCG, TNX Rail, Colin Cleaves, Corey McGiven, Corey McGivney, I apologize, Endorsed Vampire, Davis Enos, Wade Wilkinson, Lord Boros. Thank you guys so much all for coming bright and early. Uh, we have a lot to get into, um, and I actually really don't have too much to say myself. So I want to start with uh, one of you guys. What did you guys think about episode four? Pretty much the final uh, introductory episode, I would say. The final around the core four group duel. Now that mm -hmm. we've had Yuga versus Rook, Yuga versus Roman, and Yuga versus Gakuto, the dueling matchups are going to become a little more varied. I think the plot sure. is going to maybe progress a little more now that we are out of the early introductory grind, like you get with a lot of anime and a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh shows especially. So uh, I'm just going to start Nick T., you really liked Gakuto. This episode was filled with comedic gags and humor. So oh, of course. I, I, and honestly, I thought it was actually one of the funnier episodes. Um, but what, I did agree. You, what did you think of the episode and your, uh, your uh, boy Gakuto? So I do want to preface it with I did actually like episode three more than I liked this episode. However, I really did enjoy it. I think it showcased Gakuto's not only his character very well but like his sort of inner conflict with like wanting to hang out with his like newfound friends and you know participate with all that as well as you know have to take care of his presidentially uh presidential duties but um i think there was a lot to like you know there was a lot of slice of life like comedy you got some like cool like i think got to like really showcase some like some, some cool cards like his his ace was pretty sick and like I was actually really into the um, the whole costume with like having his like pr vice president and sec secretary handle the cards for him. Yeah. There was something like really, really boss about it. Yeah. There was something really like so it was so extra. It really was. But it that's was Gakuto, very extra. So it fit his character really well. Right. Um, I want to say the episode wasn't exactly what I expected because I feel like 
not necessarily like in a negative way, but like the fact that they're like, oh yeah, like they sort of shoehorned the bet in like, oh, like, oh, also you have to uh, resign as president. Like he like, it was a quick like aside that was like, oh yeah, sure. And then like immediately he like wins a, another election. So like it really, there was like the stakes were like lower than low, which I didn't love. Like I, I figured the stakes in the show weren't going to be that high, right? Because it's kids, well, it's whatever. Well, very, very early on. Especially, very, especially this yeah. early on. But yeah. like this was lower than low. Like there were like mm-hmm. negative stakes. So that, <laughs> that I didn't love, but like it, as a whole, I really did enjoy the show. I like how it showcased Gakuto. Um, I think it really, I mean, of course I already loved him, but I think it only made him more likable to the, the general audience. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. And there is a theme very early on with, uh, I like how you bring that up with the stakes and, um, Yu-Gi-Oh sevens. Whereas in Yu-Gi-Oh brains, we're coming off a of Yu-Gi-Oh where every duel, almost every duel had either life or death stakes or Ignis stakes, which was pretty much right. to a degree life or death for the Ignis character. Sure. Uh, and Yu-Gi-Oh sevens, Stakes, they're already kind of setting the mark early that stakes, especially, again, in the very early going, really don't matter. Because remember, the stakes of the very first duel between Yuga and Rook, we thought, okay, well, if Yuga loses, Rush Duels aren't going to get out. They're not going to become the most popular thing. But they did, right. Yeah, it didn't matter. So the stakes, in hindsight, completely irrelevant. And now we have a duel between Yuga and Gakuto where if Gakuto loses... He's not going to be the school president anymore, but that turns out to be completely irrelevant either. So if you were – because I know with me, the the consistent – and as much as I liked Vrains, the consistent life or death stakes in almost every single duel, whether it be the direct human characters or their Ignis, got a little tiring after a while because it made the duels very predictable. So I I feel like in a way – it's kind of a breath of fresh air early on where the stakes, it doesn't really matter that much to me if Gagato remained school president or not. Well, that's exactly my point. I think the fact that like it didn't really matter to me or to the, the ongoing of the show, whether he remained or not. So like, why make him get it taken away and then give it back like immediately? Yeah. I guess it was for co- comedic. Purposes. It was for comedic and it was funny, but I was like, yeah, yeah. A little pointless. Unnecessary. Yeah, that's fair. Unnecessary. That's yeah, fair. yeah. But, um, um, as a whole, really liked the episode. Love Gakuto. That was it. Um, Comet. No. Uh, what was his name? Oh, um, the 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 VP. Oh, Kaizo, the robot. No, the uh, the card. His ace. Oh, Yame Ruler. Yame Ruler. Yame, Yame Ruler. Yep. Very cool card. Yeah, it was a cool card. It was a cool card. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete, you had the complete opposite feeling of Gakuto uh, in the early stages of Nick T. So I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on this episode. Uh, I actually like the episode. Okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Episode three for me is kind of far and above what this episode was. I just thought even episode three was way more comedic than this episode. And maybe just because that was more my type of humor than this was. I thought this episode did a great job of not really humor-wise, but ingratiating people like me who weren't the biggest fan of Gakuto in understanding the other sides of his personality and his duties and what he is. And so I really enjoyed that. I mean, for someone who's in middle school, I thought it was kind of messed up that like he has that many responsibilities. Right. And so you could see why he's so strict and straight line and needs to be to the point because he, even at the beginning of the episodes, he sees himself starting to drift and that's why he like shuts down Yuga and Rook and like, hey, I can't hang out with you anymore. Like we, we can't do this because I'm neglecting my responsibilities, which shows him 
as a person, as a kid that young, that he is that concerned with making sure his job is done. I mean, I think one of the funny things was when the crowd was like chasing him with all like his duties, someone I think shadowed like, I need you to help me fix the roof. I'm like, how is this a middle schooler's responsibility? I, like, I, see, I completely, there, there are so many moments comedic wise that like you miss if you watch the oh. episode once. I didn't even catch that moment. Yeah. And, and I, I was like, how is that his his responsibility <laughs> whatsoever? Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Like, oh someone doesn't show up to the rugby team? Huh? I gotta fill in there now. Like yeah. these are way outside the line of his responsibility. So I thought talk? it was <laughs> it was a good it was a good so job funny. for for that. And yeah. I like the duel. Duel's yeah. cool yes. too. Yeah. Can we talk about how he absolutely crushed the rugby, by the way? He was killing He it. did. He great. did great. Well, when I saw that scene, I was like, Pete might actually respect Akito a little bit because, like, he's not just some, like, wimpy, complaining, like, No, nerd. he did a great job. Like, that he's, definitely yeah. surprised to me. To play rugby, yeah. man, you got to have some kahunas downstairs. We know yeah. that. So that's and he, was, awesome. he looked like he was he looked like he was killing everyone. Like, he was running right past them. Yeah, no, yeah, it was great. Duking him out. Yeah, I mean, it really was. I mean, it's, it's a vicious sport. It really is. So, exactly. yeah. Cal, as someone who's played rugby before, how'd you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, what were your yeah. thoughts, then? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so I've never played rugby before. <laughs> there wasn't Middletown just, rugby team. There wasn't. Just to clarify. Yeah, Cal was not on that. Was... Um, no. Uh, the episode overall, I, I liked a lot, actually. I, um, I was very happy with the way they brought Gakuto to be more, like, personable. He wasn't just this, like, goofball, like... Like, I feel like the first three episodes, he was kind of, like, the reason Pete didn't like him was he was so extra with everything that he did. Sure. I mean, he's extra in this episode, too. But, but like, he's extra, but you see almost, like, why, like, why he's almost, like, so hardwired, you know? Because he's got all this stuff on his plate, so he's running around like a maniac. And then mm-hmm. even, like, he's, like, laying down on the ground. He's like, I'm exhausted. He's like, oh, but I can't walk away from the duel because I yeah. can't do that. Like, this is my duty to go, to go like, duel against him. So then he gets up and runs. And then even when he gets back, um, Yuga's like, you know, you broke the rules by running here. And he's really? like, in his head, he's like, oh, my God. Like, I broke the rules again. <laughs> yeah. So, but, like, that, I like that they were able to show both sides of like i'm in i'm in what sixth grade but also like i have this important job that i need to follow the rules and and do everything and like you said with the roof thing i the them throwing the rugby ball to him caught me so off guard because everyone's sitting there and he's just sitting there like this like oh my god one at a time and it's just like bam <laughs> and i like how the rugby is the one that he goes to he doesn't help anyone with yeah. the homework yeah. or the roof he just no, goes yeah. outside and starts you know i respected people. him a lot for that because yeah. he was just like you know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out yeah. there and and run. I mean that that moment surprised me as well because like he's the type of character that would usually get hit in the face with the ball when <laughs> right. someone throws yeah. it out, but yeah. he caught it like he was just like totally yeah. athletic. Yeah. He knew exactly what he was exactly. doing. Yeah, yeah. I I was a little upset that the name of the episode was like like goodbye school president and he is the student council president again at the mm-hmm. end of the episode yeah. yeah so like you said like no stakes like not even low stakes there was yeah. no stakes <laughs> yeah. but at the same time like he now gave them permission right to rush duel on on like the school's campus mm-hmm. right so that does so having him in that position i feel like they could utilize like if they need a rule change or if they need a way to get it more integrated with school and the time that they have while they're at school 
they could have a dual tournament style at the school that he can allow because right now it looks like he makes the rules. So he could say, <laughs> yeah. like, he could say know, everybody out so of the rugby power. field. Yeah. Like, but like, see, I, so I seen it, I seen I it as a different way that maybe the goodbye, like at the end of the episode, the goodbye to student council president is because he's going to lose this job in the future because obviously he's not the top, maybe he's the top guy in the elementary school, but they're, Goha City and Mr. Goha runs why there shouldn't be any dueling and rush dueling on the school mm-hmm. grounds. I don't think he could just willy-nilly just change those rules yeah. and there's going to be no repercussions from that whatsoever. So that could end up sealing his fate as that position doing this in the decision he made right now. That's true. true. I feel like it could. could sow the but seeds. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of it leads to that if that's the case, like if you look at it the way you are, then you're predicting a big conflict to happen where it's like, his job is on the line almost, you know, like that spot is on the line and then the other, like, you know, Yuga and all of them are going to come back and help him. Like, that's kind of the way I would look at it in that sense. Or they, they, he could at least try it. Maybe mid tournament arc, Mr. Goha comes down from wherever. And is like, nah, 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 like this is done. Like, <laughs> we, we know. do have confirmation. Actually, you know, what? I don't want to say it out of spoilers, but let me just say this. Um, yeah. Episode was great. And uh, before we move on, actually, Kate, I do want to know, uh, your thoughts on the episode? I I thought it was good. I didn't like it as much as the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that one a lot more. But yeah, basically, everything everybody else has said is that you know it, it was it was good. I liked um, how even when he was playing rugby too, there's still people shouting at him like to do other stuff. <laughs> right. One at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's crazy that he has so much responsibility. Like I don't I understand as a class president how he is in charge of so many things. But yeah. It was yeah. good overall. I enjoyed it, but not as much as the last episode. Mm-hmm. A scene that a scene that spoke to me a lot too in this episode was after he had done all of the tasks. He was exhausted, and he was even saying to his assistants, like, wow, I'm tired, but, like, I I know that I still need to do this duel. Like, I'm not going to, like, abandon them. And it reminded me, like, I was able to really relate to that because, obviously, uh, Pete and Cal, we both were on the tennis team in in high school. And think about some of those days. You wake up at 6.30, 7 in the morning. You have an eight-hour exhausting day of classes. Mm -hmm. And then you have a two, two two-and-a-half, sometimes three-hour practice after. And literally... For like 11 or 12 hours a day, five days a week, you have no free time of your own until you get home, go to dinner, and then go to bed, and then do it all over again. Like, sometimes at the end of those days, it's exhausting. So, like, I thought, like, if you ever did sports in high school or middle school, after, like, or, like, anything, like, dance, any extra... Curricular like I, thing, I did dance right? You did dance, yeah. So, so theater, right? Anything that requires outside of school hours, traditional school hours participation. I feel like it's very easy to relate to that because as a young kid, you know, you feel exhausted after going through a whole day. But sometimes yeah. there's still stuff you need to do, whether it's homework yeah. or whether it's in this case, you know, dueling yuga. Like I, I related yeah. to it a lot. Um, and so I, that, I, that's, a, that's a good point because I those man I forgot about those days of like mm-hmm. what long days that we we get home maybe at like 630 at night I take a shower I eat dinner and then I do homework for hours go to yeah. bed and start the day all over again yeah exactly. like it just that's crazy to think about yeah. that yes. my uh my senior year of high school when I was on soccer I had soccer but I also had work so I would go to school I would leave soccer practice at 445 go home, shower, get to work by five and then work until 10 Yeah, and then go home and then start my homework. (laughs) I would be 
oh, those days were, and then, you know, I'd have a game the next day. Yeah. So it was like, right, right. There, there wasn't breaks when you had stuff like that going yeah. on. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I like that scene a lot. It's very again, relatable. Yeah. Right. Even though these characters are so much younger than, you know, we are, it, mm-hmm. you can still kind of rewind to it and feel that nostalgic feeling and relate to it. And when the show <laughs> is able to kind of do that for all age groups, I think they're really doing a good job. So uh, that was yeah. probably one of my favorite, most relatable scenes of the entire show so far. Um, another really humorous scene, I don't know if you guys caught this, but Gakuto was eating, I think he was eating rice balls, and he was eating them, and he yep. had two on his plate, and then the very next shot, Yuga and Rook are eating, eating them. and yeah. it never gets addressed <laughs> by anyone. Yep. Uh, I missed it the first time I watched it, yeah. and the second time I watched it subbed, I was like, wait a second, did they just take off his plate and no yeah. one even addressed Yes, they yeah, did. I, I yes, they did. Too. I was yeah. like waiting for them to say something and then they... they My favorite comedic bit, I think, in that whole episode was when Rook is clearly gunning for the student council president position that he wants Gakuto to be gone. And he <laughs> oh goes to God, one of those army. images yeah. where it looks like he's a dictator yeah, and there's a, yeah. like all the like music <laughs> in the background and everyone is the same actual outfit on. And Dude, I'm like, all right, Rook, calm favorite. down, yeah. buddy. Yeah. And, and by the way, Honestly, one of my favorite shots of the episode. It's like I, his head in the sky. Oh my god! Am I the only one that feels that music that plays whenever Rook starts monologuing is like genuinely like really creepy, ominous it's music? Sinister. It is. It's, it's sinister. sinister music. And then you think about what is actually being portrayed. And it's like, all right, it's not that. It's not that dark. Yeah. Well, but like, yeah. it's just so funny that um, every time Rook goes on one of his you know inner monologue rants, even though they're not inner monologue, he's speaking out loud, and Yuga and Roman just walk away. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, they don't care. And then it's great because he's like, he takes a realistic approach after having this, like, di- like this really pseudo-realistic <laughs> dictator mindset yeah. uh, and yeah. imagery where he's like, oh, maybe I need to be treasure- treasurer first before I can be president. And I'm like, right. Yeah. She's so and, then I need to be vi- and then I need to be vice president and so on. Yeah. Or secretary, vice president. So, so like, ridiculous. So good. It's um, so good. Yeah, it, it was really good. Um. We are going to get into, uh, do we have any super chats? Any donations? All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, I actually always read everyone who donated last uh, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s up. So I'm going to do that really quickly. Uh, So big thank you to Seriously Orion, Kaiju Connoisseur, Tyler Schmidt, Sean Sean Gilbride, Nicholas Horton, Latrell Smith, Rex Kentricks, Goosey Q, Brian Ford, Ute Uto, MVP Tomahawk, Aura Dragon 1, Legendary Duels, Arcea, Os Barb, Lightning Liz, KP, Hussein, Yusuf, Bam, 255019, John Roy, Davis Enos, Otis Cunningham, TNX Rail, Rin Sasori, Church of Flapple, and thank you to Anonymous Anime Lover who donated a uh, significant amount. So thank you to everyone who um, donates, watches. I mean, you guys really do uh, breathe life into the channel. So um, thank you. And it's a great way to hear what you guys are thinking about the episode. But even if you don't donate, I always go back and I always read the chat. So let us know your thoughts regardless. Uh, I want to, before we get into a few donations, uh, I want to talk about Roman really quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. Roman, before I get into what I thought was something that could definitely lead into intriguing things about her character... Uh, Nick T, I want to press you on this because obviously sure. you're the most musically experienced out of all of us. It's not even close, really. Um, 
growing up, I, I feel like there's a pretty, even people that can sing, I feel like singing is the one thing that people become very, very shy about, even if they're good singers. And I thought that was another thing that this episode really nailed well and executed well, how shy Roman was, even though she clearly has no problem performing being, performing in front of people, posting yep. YouTube videos that get viewed by thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. But when it came to legitimately singing in front of a camera, she became very, very humiliated, not humiliated. She became very yeah, but, embarrassed yeah. Um, and like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Uh, Speak to that a little bit. Was there any realism for you there? Oh, 100%. I yeah. mean, like, even for people that, like, whose main instrument is singing, like, when you're put on the spot, it's like, oh, like, sing for me. It's like, well, no, no, it's, like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and then you put, like, your main instrument being something else in the mix, and it's just like, no, like, that's not my position in the band. I can't do that, even if they can. I mean, that's why I was a little um, pressed when you were like, oh, uh, like, Roman's, like, tone deaf i'm like she's clearly not tone deaf she's just embarrassed to sing because one that's not her job in the band and two asking anyone to sing on the spot is gonna like lead to some like stage fright it's just totally natural Uh, okay so i'm glad you brought up the tone deaf i'm glad i'm really glad you brought up the tone deaf ball and made that in uh definitely did not (laughs) so i'm glad you brought up the tone deaf because this was something that i thought was very interesting in the episode that I'm sure some of you probably who have watched my review already know what I'm talking about. Um, and others that are going to hear this maybe for the second time or for the first time are going to say, no, I didn't think anything of it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens has done a lot of things very subtly. And when they do things subtly, I feel like a lot of times it does get addressed. Roman being creepy in episode one got addressed literally two episodes later. Her bad name being right. Roa Roman. We know now there's a character named Roa Kirishima. We learned that Who's a little later on in the show. Probably the singer. Now, when to the word when the phrase tone deaf was first brought up, we had Gakuto singing absolutely horrifically. Gakuto was singing, and Kaizo the robot says, Oh man, he's completely tone deaf. And then we get a focused shot of Roman for about a second where Roman looks very surprised that the term tone deaf was stated. And I thought that was a little strange because it clearly was her reaction to the word tone deaf being thrown in. Maybe it didn't mean too much, but then it happens a little later on. And either they're making the same joke twice in a three-minute span or it's a little deeper than that. Because a little later on, Roman, Rook, and Yuga are watching the the YouTube video of them promoting Rush Duels. And Rook says something about how he wants Yuga to sing. and Or not Yuga, Roman to sing. And, and Roman's like, I told you I'm not a singer. And Yuga, in a very teasing manner, in an innocent manner, is like, oh, maybe, you're, maybe it turns out that you're tone deaf too. And Roman, mm-hmm. at that point, hearing the phrase again, stands up and literally walks away. And, she says, and then she turns around saying, obviously, I'm not. Yeah, and says, that's that's not it. And then yeah. we lose focus on that. Did any of you guys think, or maybe after hearing me say it and anyone in the chat, do any of you guys think that that could play in to the show a little later on? That maybe her and her brother aren't that close of siblings and her brother is maybe more of a manipulative brother uh, and and maybe kind of forced his way into the band by criticizing Roman singing because he wanted to, I don't know, take the spotlight. I've obviously in a lot of bands, singers are the main focus of, of groups. 
Um, so maybe he kind of criticized Roman and put his sister down to uh, for his own selfish needs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did any of you guys think that that was a little strange? Um, not until you said it, but while you were saying this whole thing, I, I figured you were going to go into like some argument that she actually was tone deaf, but like my mind went to, she's like very insecure about her musicians, mus not only just musicianship, but like her as a self as a whole, like there's definitely some insecurities there. I think definitely tied to this tone deaf thing. Cause you're right. They did show it her like face at least twice yeah. in, in relation to it. So I think that could play into her brother's character more and more into her character about like insecurities and such mm -hmm. so i think that's definitely a good argument yeah because I, I noticed it that there were two different reaction shots that were focused on her when that mm -hmm. phrase was brought up and again yep. that one shot that we had in the opening was her crying in a dark room with her guitar next to her maybe symbolizing that she's upset based on something that has to do with her performing and that mm -hmm. could be the singing and maybe her brother had said some words to her and I, I maybe not, I, I really don't know. Maybe it's just an insecurity thing. Pete, do you make anything of it? Yeah, I, I definitely, my feeling that I got from it is that she doesn't want to hear anything about the vocalist in her band because that relationship isn't great. And so it might be a situation where she can sing very well, but her kind of voice and or her backup singing has kind of been kind of diminished because he wants the spotlight. So any kind of it's like anything like if you do something well, right, in real life and someone teases you and says like, oh, I guess you're not really good at that. But you can't for whatever reason, you can't really demonstrate how good you are at it. That's going to tick you off and annoy you because you know what you can do. And yet you're not allowed to express yourself in that way. So that was, that was kind of the impression I got mm -hmm. that she's probably very good at singing, but maybe she used to be the kind of guitarist and vocalist that, you know, kind of head woman, you know, front of the band and that maybe he did push his way in. And now that she doesn't like being reminded of kind of that friction that she has and something that she really likes to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fully agree. And I will say this. I, I don't know how good her relationship is with her brother. It could be a very good relationship, but mm -hmm. based on early things like yes she's spying for him but maybe she's just doing that out of pressure that her brother put on her maybe he, she feels right. some sort of obligation because it is her brother um but every shot that we got in the opening and in the ending that roman was in besides the one where she's crying she's obviously enjoying life and hanging out with this group her brother right. is not in any of those shots and just because they're in a band nick t you could probably speak to this in real life on so many different occasions of you've course. had just because you're in a band does not mean you get along with your bandmates oh no not so always. that that i don't that's not a reason why they definitely get along i mean bandmates can hate yeah. each other and still go on tour and create music that happens sure. quite often um mm -hmm. calibro do you make anything of this or do you think it's just over analyzing um it's definitely something maybe over analyzing a little bit but i don't think you are because honestly i think I agree that I think she's a good singer, but she, I, I was thinking originally that instead of the whole, like somebody pushed her out or something, like maybe she went on stage to do a show and got really nervous about the singing portion of it and messed something up. And now she's very, like, she knows she can sing, but she just, she just can't get it out when she's in front of people. So instead yeah. of necessarily somebody telling her she can't do it, like she messed up and she's afraid to mess up again. And as for the relationship with her brother, I don't know if you noticed it in the opening. There's like a, a picture of somebody like or like a scene of somebody inside 
of the Goha Tower looking out a window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it looks like her brother, right? Could With the be. blonde hair Could and everything. Be, definitely. So I got, like, the picture that, like, maybe he doesn't really want to be part of the whole Goha scene either, but he's kind of stuck there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe if the whole Goha, uh, Mr. Goha is her, their dad thing is true, right? Maybe he's keeping him there, like, you're going to run this company, so you're going to learn how everything works. And maybe, uh... maybe he knows that Mr. Goha is going to go after Roman. I mean, uh, Yuga. So that's why she's spying on him because they think Yuga might have the key to stopping their dad. Yeah, hmm. it's a possibility. So yeah. that was like it's a good that's theory. what the only thing a I got between here. like her her brother kind of looking out the window, kind of like he's looking out like, wow, I really wish I was out there living a normal life. Yeah, yeah. rather than just sitting in this tower. Yeah, that, that's, the, the that... other. Yeah, Pete. No, I'm sorry, Dale. You go. No, no, Pete, you're good, dude. The other impression I got of why I think Roman actually sings and is a good vocalist is she wants to be like her idol, right? The the woman that threw her the card. That woman seemed like she was a front woman that sung mm-hmm. and played the guitar as well. Yes. So wouldn't you want to emulate that? So I feel like she definitely can sing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I mean, some really interesting theories and definitely throw yours out, whether you agree, completely disagree, and maybe some of your own uh, in the comments. What, what did you think of it? Did you make anything of it? Not really. No, I didn't read as much into it as I feel like you did. No, that's um, fair. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, maybe she's just shy and she doesn't want to sing in front of people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, if it was just one little line, I, I probably would have said the same thing. I was comedic. But to do it twice... And for one of the times to have a soul-focused reaction shot on her with Gok- with um, Rook and Yuga being next to her, but she was the one mm-hmm. that was focused on after Kaiser yep. said it. I don't know. I think there there might be something there. But, it's hey, true. listen, I, I overanalyze like crazy. So uh, we'll see. Well, that, that's how you've built a whole channel over all this time. <laughs> yes, specifically moments like that. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And hopefully you guys uh, do enjoy it, the uh, crazy conspiracy guy over here. When it comes love to it. always love anime. it. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we are going to get into some uh, donations. Uh, I guess we'll read a few, and then um, we still have predictions for green-haired newspaper kid versus Rook. Uh, that'll be an interesting <laughs> one. Definitely get your picks down below in the description. Feel free to email them to me, um, and I will add you to the pick them. I think we have seven people that are four and zero right now. So wow. good luck to them. And uh, we are. Pete is three and one, and everyone else is two and two. So it's tight right now between all of us. We all picked Yuga, and obviously Yuga was the victor. Um, yeah, we'll read a few donations. Okay. Let's so, get it. Um, to start it off, we have uh, Neo Skunda, Matthew Kennedy. Oh, Matthew, good to hear from you again, man. Hell yeah. Um, and said, everyone watch Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans for best Gundam ever. Gundam Barbados. And love Best Girl Atra. Yes. It's been a while. Yes. Thank you, my we friend. We do love Best Girl Atra. We always do. Thank you so much, dude. Um, this one I want you to read because I feel like you'll do it in a better voice than me. Devante, thank you so much for the $5. And all Devante wrote was, Yamerula! <laughs> oh my god, those puns, dude, were... were... Yes, unreal yeah Very good. i like that they called out how horrible the puns were oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that i did enjoy yeah yeah also roman had a lot more like over the top reaction shots than like i thought she would in this episode but i guess yeah. she was filling in the void for gakato having a more serious episode than he probably mm-hmm. normally yeah would. or or she's just getting more comfortable with the group so kind of her that's personality true. is coming yeah, out that's true. that's true yeah but i don't know all of her scenes are i, I really do like roman a lot i really do Me like too. her 
Um, stylish, too. Always changing outfits, which mm-hmm. I really is another thing I like about her character. Yeah, I liked her outfit this episode. Yeah, it was Agreed. good. It was good. I know, that was another great thing. That, like... <laughs> It felt oh, like God. it was a, a a prank video where, you know, Yuga brings Gakuto to the room and Rook's got the camera and <laughs> Roman is there with the guitar and then we see the perspective of the camera and Yuga is like shoving Gakuto into the image and Yuga's just smiling at the camera and Gakuto looks terrified. I mean, it literally looked like it was like a, a prank video. Yeah. Um, it was just I mean, it was just funny in general. They were shooting a promo video. Like, I know. That's literally what they were yeah. shooting. And, and so Rook in two episodes went from no one can know about Rush Duels to we have to make videos on Rush Duels to promote <laughs> exactly. it. Immediately. I mean it's, and like there's all this dramatic music and yeah. like they're setting up and I'm like, what is yeah. going on? It's such I mean, a it's I such a typical middle school mindset. That's exactly really what I would say. Yeah. It definitely yeah. feeds into the mindset of a seventh grader. Like just yeah. think about how many times we've like flipped a switch on something and then go oh, yeah. like went like full gung-ho like everyone's got to know about this we got to be famous for it and the promo video actually came out so sick i love how roman was so down on it and she's like nobody is gonna watch this and then of course you could rig the drone to like just be a like bot and i was like oh the bot is botting yeah you can buy you can literally buy like bots and buy subscriber bots you you shouldn't on view bots because if youtube catches you which they most likely will they can shut down your whole channel um but that's a service do that that's an absolute you didn't have to do that what? What, Nick? Yuga didn't have to do that. No, though. Yuga he... didn't have to do that. But, you know, that's amazing. He botted the bot. Yeah. He the bot. Yeah. It was, it was a very um, lively episode. It, really it was. was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Definitely was. Um, okay. Nicholas Horton donated five pounds and said Roman will have uh, different wardrobe changes most episodes, like Tori did. Yeah. Well, that's actually funny that the very next donation was about, was about Roman's outfits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm completely fine with that. Again, I, I like the outfit changes. Um, like with Link Vrains, I thought there was a real missed opportunity because that's virtual reality. So you can literally change your outfit all the time. Aoi's eyes did yeah. it really well. Playmaker, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see a different outfit. Revolver's outfit change was awesome in the second uh-huh. half of the show. Oh, yes, it was. His, his, first, his first outfit was good, too, but I love that second yeah. outfit, Pete. I know yeah. you, you yeah. like the first, but... The first one is just great. There's the darkness, and you can't see his eyes. I love that. Yeah, uh, it's... No, I, I, I get it. Yeah, the, the mystery. You just like the him. second one because of the whole symbolism with Soul Burner when he broke the mask. That's yeah. why you like the second yeah, one. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And it's you just great see his face. Once you know what a character's face looks like, I don't think they need that mask anymore. Um, yeah. So I think he, he yeah. shed it. But it was. But Link Vrain's had a big opportunity for that. So I would like to see, even if it was just Roman, uh, one character mm-hmm. maybe change up their outfit every now and then. Yes. But thank you, yeah. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goose is here. Heck yeah. Goose. Goose. How you doing, man? Thank you. Um, donated $10. Oh, thank you, man. Um, said, we find out Roman can't sing and Rook wants to be YouTube famous. Um, <laughs> I like the fact that the school anthem is just like the ending of the seven, the ending song. Yes. Yeah, it's literally the same thing. Yes. That really tied everything together. Where it was like, wait a yeah, minute, I've really heard these did. lyrics before. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, it's, it's literally, yeah, the ending is just, the school anthem. What a yeah. weird school anthem to start right? like talking about like the size of the building and like what, I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? How does that promote like like a whole like synergy with everyone in the class? It's like, yeah, we yeah. know what the architecture of the building is. Yeah. Like, um, I think it, it adds to the sort of like 
not the totalitarianism. It's like, oh, like isn't this great when Mr. Goha has given us this beautiful yeah. building? Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, that's, that, that's actually a good point with the symbolism that it's supposed to be like a towering building. So like, there's always mm-hmm. someone looking over you and like casting yeah. a shadow. <laughs> you have that idea. I love it's that. Kind of, it's actually kind of scary. Well, it's kind, well, it's kind of it speaks though to like um, what's that song that like is sung by so many kids, but it's actually a really horrifying a song. lot of them bring around the rosy bring around the rosy yeah. yes. that's about yes. people dying from the black plague isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. and and, and when london you th- bridge and when you th- yeah i mean you think of those songs i think of like a choir of like elementary school kids singing them yeah. so that's, yeah but they're that, by death that, yeah exactly so that theme could just be a play on a, not most but a few popular kids themes that are like mm-hmm. really have this like darker meaning to it so yeah i 100 yeah. percent agree you, you remember how messed up of a game red rover was as a kid like why did why did we play that I like never you would stand that game. you would stand in a line and Lock, like have as hard as you can would interlock and it would have someone run full speed at you guys and like that was supposed to be fun <laughs> why <laughs> dude yeah it's like, oh, I'm just going to break my game. friend's hands. Yeah, I just hated that game because I was, like, very, like, thin and, like, skinny yeah. when I was younger. So, like, I, I couldn't do anything. I could never break through. And then people would always target me because I wasn't strong enough to hold on. Aww, <laughs> weird. Yeah. What a weird game. So yeah. That's funny, man. It but, really is. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, really Goose, thank, that is a very nice donation. Thank you so much, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Xander Sheriff donated $5. Thank you, Xander. I appreciate that, man. Um, yes. Said, I feel like they're going to give each of the characters a rival, and hopefully they'll develop the cast and rivals relationship, unlike Arc 5. Yeah. Um, I-, I would like that. I think Arc 5, there was a, a real chance, Xander, to do that. Um, I think of Yuzu and Masami very early on. That, that could have been a great rival had that continued, but we all know what happened to Yuzu when they went to Synchro. Um, her character just completely died out, in my opinion. Um, Gangenzika even had Yaiba as a potential synchro rival, but that LDS trio did not stick with them. And then Yuya's rival, I mean, I always view it as Reiji, but a lot of people also view it as... Um, yeah, Xander, I, I see you, man. I, I got you there. Arc 5 had the opportunities to do it, but with so many characters, they just kind of fell flat with giving the characters rivals. I would love for each of them. You know Yuga's going to get a rival. I'd love for Gakuto, Rook. Maybe Rook's rival will be the character he's dueling in the next episode. And Roman. I would love for all of them to get rivals. I can't think of the last time a girl character had a, a steady rival in Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe Aki and Misty. Uh, during the Dark Siders arc, but that was just one arc. That's really like the only thing that I can think of. But I would like to see it happen, Xander. So thank you for the donation and, and great suggestion. We're going to take two more, and then we are going to get into uh, a potential delay, actually. Um, and we're going to talk about that next. Um, nothing has been confirmed, but we're going to get into that in a little bit. Okay. Um, so next, Dono Latrell donated $10. Oh my god, thank you bro. so much, dude. Yeah, Latrell, bro. Latrell, so for my Discord, we've been playing Minecraft, and probably like 10 to 15 of us have been like on pretty consistently. And mm-hmm. Latrell, I gotta be honest, Latrell is playing like 10 hours every day, dude. dude. I love it. <laughs> and Latrell yeah. saved my ass the, the other day. The so dedication Latrell. Latrell has to this server, he he is the man. Uh, so don't worry, we all we were talking about you before we went live, yeah, man. We you're, you're the yeah, MVP, we dude. Thank you, thank you so much for that donation, man. Um, he said, homies, since the main cast aces have been summoned, rank the best chance to the worst. Best chance to the worst. I probably liked mm. Gakuto's the best, honestly. Like I love that spinning. Um, I do agree. Yeah, 
That animation was really solid. Probably Rooks, then Romans, then Yugas. I'm not that big of a fan of, of Yugas. Uh, maybe because I don't like Seven's Road Magician that much. Yeah, um, which is a val very valid opinion. Yeah, although Seven's Road Witch, the Dark Magician girl of this uh, show, very cool. Yeah. Cool. Also, very it could cool. it could summon the magician. Yeah, like, it has yeah. direct synergy with it. Yeah, so that yeah. that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, what what's your ranking? Um, mine I think Romans is first, and then I do like the Seven's Road Magician. I like the stars. Hmm. Yeah. Breaking through yeah. the, the yeah with the planets. yeah no that's it, it's pretty and cool. the mountain yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty cool yeah um and then I would say Yuga and Rook are tied third right. I can't pick one over the other that's fair mm -hmm. Nick Tate? I'm with Kate yeah Roman Gakuto and then <sighs> Rook and maybe Rook then Yuga it's sort of interchangeable for me I don't like I don't dislike either of them but I don't have a particular opinion about either of them maybe yeah probably rook over yuga now that i think about it but definitely fair. roman number one it, yeah. it, i mean it just appeals to my interests you know <laughs> no that's that's fair pete what about you man i'd probably go rook gakuto roman and then yuga okay and cal uh roman gakuto rook yuga yeah no, there we go boy yuga. listen that's all right i i i'm like i don't really I think Yuga's is just so simple. Yeah. And it's also been done four times already, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, he always the, breaks the going time. through like the mountains and thing like that was cool like twice. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Like after that, I just kind of yeah. I I think every time Roman does hers, like it'll be cool. You know what I mean? Like I that one to me was just like I thought that I was, I was pleasantly surprised by Gakuto. I thought that was like a really cool mm -hmm. way to summon your ace. Yeah, that was yeah. my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. Ne next week we are getting and a uh, great question, um, Latrell, and thank you for the donation. Next week we are getting a much needed break from Yuga dueling. Um, we've seen it before mm -hmm. with Yu-Gi-Oh shows where it takes so many episodes before the main protagonist isn't involved in a duel. I'm actually really mm -hmm. excited that the very first duel that's not going to be within the main group is not Yuga. It's going to be Rook versus this mystery kid mm -hmm. expanding the universe, focusing on characters that you know the protagonist is going to get a great amount of focus. And I actually like Yuga a lot, but four straight mm -hmm. weeks of Yuga dueling, I'm really excited for next week. And of course, our predictions for that duel are coming up very soon. We'll take one more donation for now. We'll get to all of them, I promise. Thank you guys so much for all the donations already. You guys are amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, so the final one for now. Yes, first I just want to read uh, Latrell's top to bottom for the... Oh, yeah, yeah, of yes, course. Yes. Of course, I'm excited. Gakuto is his first. I like that. Roman, and then Yuga, and then Rock. Okay, we're, we're the same, except we have Yuga and Rook uh, flipped, but that's okay. Uh, Latrell, thank you, man. I almost called you Gakuto. Thank you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, the next dono, I'm going to jump to one that just came in pretty recently. KP donated $3. Okay. And said, what are your thoughts on the delay and what to expect? Well, that's perfect. Wow. Hey, thank you for the donation. That's actually a perfect transition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that are not aware, a site over in Japan, Nico Nico, on Tuesday morning, so yesterday morning, posted a message, a notice that... Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens will be taking a five-week break due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh my God. That's not much of a surprise to any of us because mm -hmm. 
a lot of anime are being are being put on hiatus. Pokemon, yeah. uh, Digimon, I believe. I think all Toei anime, One Piece, Demon Slayer. I mean, a lot of yeah, anime. Yeah, Gundam rerot. Uh, yeah, yeah, both those reruns. A lot of anime and a lot of productions, sporting events. I mean, it was almost just a matter of time. But here's where things got a little weird. Nico Nico, to my knowledge, did not post any notice on what episode the hiatus would be starting after. And Nico Nico, about an hour after they posted this notice, deleted it. And the notice is now completely gone. So at mm. the moment, there is no confirmation or no official source that still exists that states Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s is going on hiatus. Personally, I think it's definitely going to happen. Unfortunately, I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, and especially because I know Japan just, I think they extended the the some japan did something today that was not great news in terms of no. beating the virus i think they like declared a i don't know if it's a state of emergency or something um well, over in something i saw is that they started opening stuff back up and now their numbers are back increasing yeah which is, of, well, they, which they, is what we expect yeah japan yeah. dodged it very early on which is yeah. kind of surprising because obviously they're close proximity to china mm -hmm. um and Korea. And Korea. Yeah. But it seems like they've kind of had a really big explosion recently. Mm -hmm. So obviously the workers, the animators, the voice actors, the writers, their health and safety comes first and foremost. Obviously, it's not even debatable. So if they have to take a hiatus, they have to take a hiatus. It, mm -hmm. it stinks, mm -hmm. but it's necessary. Um, yeah. But at the moment, there's no confirmation that that's happening what do you guys think of that? Do you think that it's going to happen after? We know episode five is definitely happening. We don't know anything after that. Do you guys think episode five will be the last one? Do you think they'll air a few more? Do you think maybe they'll somehow be able to avoid going on hiatus? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Um, not going to avoid going on hiatus. I yeah, think I that's think... inevitable. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did see a couple of people in chat say that Episode five is set for June fifth, according to the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki. I don't know where episode you would see episode that. Episode five is in two days. Uh, I'm just—that's what I saw in scrolling through chat. The Yu-Gi-Oh wiki also line, said bro. Revolver and Lightning Drew, but let me just fact check that. Exactly. Yeah. They said what about that? Duel? Oh yeah, Charizard did say Charizard Ranger did say that. You, said that it was a draw, I think, but lightning still, one. Still <laughs> yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's episode 5 still says May 2nd, according so to So what about Wikipedia. 6? Let me take a look at 6. But as I look that up, you can... What if what if they meant more that the episode hiatus, they made episodes up to June, the beginning of June, and so then May will get up to 8 or 9 episodes, and then uh, we are hiatus. Yeah, can... uh, maybe, well, maybe, episode, yeah. episode 6 does not have a Wikipedia page, because we know nothing about episode 6. We don't know anything about it. Okay, I well, I think that regardless, it'll probably be in the next coming weeks. You said this uh, next episode is definite, which I, I can see that. Yeah, that's, two that's, days. Yeah. yeah, it's reasonable. But I think maybe you have this week, you have next week, and then maybe that after that, start a five-week hiatus until like the end of June, maybe an extra week into July, and then you come back there. Or see what happens. And then uh, yeah, back. because like, hey, I know it's unrelated to the question itself entirely with the delay, but like, around here like our parks and stuff are opening and i think in the same thing it's like when stuff's going to start opening it's going to get worse and everything's going to close down again and that's just going to delay everything else so i think yeah i think it's inevitable it's going to get delayed and it's probably going to be within i'll say within a month which yeah. i think is a big time span but like within a month for sure yeah 
I mean, that's, I mean, to say it's in, even though it is a big time spin, that's really within three episodes. So it's not like we're getting very far within that month. So that, I think yeah, that's a yeah. fair estimate. Definitely mm-hmm. a fair estimate. Because they could have a couple done already, you know, so they could at exactly. least play them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm not. I would like to think that it can be avoided, but I don't th- like. I think the precedent has already been set. No show is saying like, "Oh, we can beat this." Like, even re-rise, like, yeah, well, "Oh Toei. yeah, like, now Toei is a massive a Toei entirely, studio, exactly." Yeah. So it's like, it, no one's be, no one's gonna try to avoid it. The precedent's been set. People are delaying. It's gonna happen. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I asked in episode zero. I posed the question of. What do you guys think that when this inevitably gets delayed? So it's just not no surprise to me whatsoever. My question is like, how far do they usually make episodes in advance? Yeah. Because does that mean that they have like six, seven, and eight done, and their hiatus is now, but those episodes are already just they're scheduled to go out. So like, right. maybe that's why the post was taken down because they wanted to frame it in more of a kind of like a authentic PR kind of way, and someone kind of mm-hmm. rushed out what they wanted to say and they wanted to make the message more clear so that's why somebody probably called up and was like yeah you better take that message down right now and so that's why it got removed mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i agree uh, you think it's getting delayed kate i do think it's getting delayed but i think we might have a couple more weeks of episodes before that does happen okay. um that that's how i feel about it i feel like at least halfway through may we'll get into yeah maybe the next two or three weeks we'll have episodes including this friday um but after that yeah it's definitely yeah, I, I think it's happened. I, I think that we're definitely getting through episode five. We'll see if we get a cast list for episode six. We'll, we'll know that literally in like 36 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to get through episode six, which will air on May 9th, and then we'll get a delay. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they're, they probably have like maybe through episode 11 or 12 done in terms of episodes, but this is something you do not want to do if you're an animation studio. At least I can't imagine you'd want to do it. Let's say, all right, everyone's at home. No one can work, but what we're going to do is we're going to air all the episodes that we've already made that we have on backlog. So now you're not working on the show. Episode 12 airs. You have nothing done. Uh, And now when the hiatus ends and you get back to work, you're going to have to still work for weeks to catch up on backlog. So even if they have like production fully done through episodes like 10, 11, 12, I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to strain their resources if they can't continue to work and yeah, keep point. that kind of schedule. Because then yeah. if you want to make any last-second changes, you can't. And that's why, you know, look at Vrains. Look at the issues they had. They clearly were not ready to go. And we had four recap episodes in, like, an 18-episode span. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, too risky, I think, even yeah. if you have episodes done. I think after No, that's episode, a great point. Yeah, I think I after agree. episode six, they're they're cutting it out. Yeah, because maybe that way they can control it, right? So maybe episode six has like a cool cliffhanger or a great character introduction. Could be like, all right, perfect place to stop. Even though we have four episodes more, when this hiatus kind of ends, we're going in and we're starting production. But now we don't have to hold people up and be like, oh, what do you mean you guys are back to work? The show should start immediately. All right, well, we're already done. Here's a month of episodes while we're making the new one. So that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's why I think it's inevitable, even for the, because I know there's a lot of people that say, well, maybe they have like, you know, through episode 14 done. I don't think they would, 
I, I don't think they would air all those episodes and then hope, hopefully by episode 12, we can get back in the office. Yeah, and even if that happens, now you're only two weeks ahead of production instead of your comfortable two months ahead of production. Yeah, I, yeah. I just think it's a really dangerous business decision for any sort of studio mm-hmm. to make, um, especially when you just take a quick look in the rearview mirror at what happened to Vrains early on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's going to happen that way. I, I, think, I think just by stating the five weeks, that means they have five episodes sitting in the bank waiting like they're kind of just sitting you know if they take say they take five weeks off right and mm. they come back in after that the episodes start again but it's okay because those five weeks they took off they still have the same time frame yeah, yeah you know what i mean exactly. to get the next the, they're in a rough situation though because yeah. they don't have the pedigree that like a studio gallop had and they don't have that long history and mm-hmm. so they're in a situation where they're relatively new studio, especially to this kind of well, property, you, this yeah, genre. Yeah. And so now this is going to be an issue where a lot of people, you know, that are not us and not doing a Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything channel, they could forget about this show only five, six episodes in. So you're going to have to do a lot of back work in like PR and commercials to make sure you kind of rev up kind of the interest in the show once you're starting back up. Because you yep. can run into a situation that, even though it's drastically different, you look at something here in America in sports, right? The XFL had a whole launching program, right? And that this was going to be the year to start. And then this entire COVID situation has ruined them completely where they're probably dead forever. And so like that is an issue where you have to watch as someone who does not have a long track record and you're relatively new to the game in terms of, let's say, just making anime and making this big of an anime in Yu-Gi-Oh! They have yeah. to be really careful how they manage the situation. Yeah. yeah, they won't lose steam this early in. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, it, it really, I do feel bad for them because the the ratings over in Nico Nico, and I think the ratings from a lot of us in the West that actually gave the show a fair chance. I mean, the people that sure. are hating on it, we're never going to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people that gave it a fair chance, majority of them, not all of them, but a majority of them have seen are like oh, you know the show's actually surprised me like it's been a pretty enjoyable show um, sure. early on and I think for what it is a lot of us can agree that it's it's been solid uh, and the ratings over in Japan on Nico Nico have been very good and so it's a worst case scenario for them that they are off to a better than expected start at least better than I expected start. Um, and now they have to take a break, and a lot of people are going to kind of, especially the younger kids, you'd imagine they're going to lose interest. But I will say this is kind of a potentially good note for them, is that every single show is doing this. And so mm-hmm. it's, not right. like, it's not like their competitors, whoever they feel their competitors are, whether it's Shadowverse or um, Beyblade, whoever, they're, whoever they feel, they're, or Duel Masters, whatever mm-hmm. their competitor shows, they're all go- they're going to have to take breaks too. So it's not like they're going to yeah. fall behind. Uh, and that's also a very important thing that they, that that's yeah. a good thing. for them. Yeah. But those shows also have a massive fan base, right? Like a Pokemon, Ooh, a Digimon, right? They've been running for such a long time where this like, yes, it's Yukio. It's the seventh show, but it's also a completely drastically different thing in the way it looks, mm-hmm. the way it's produced everything. Sure. And so that might've drew some hardcore fans off in the beginning anyway. And now that these people that you've grabbed, you're talking new fans that this might be the first show of Yu-Gi-Oh they've ever watched. So you have to be careful of not losing them. And then when the hiatus is over, they just go to something more popular. You have right. to be really careful with that. Well, I definitely agree with this, this sentiment there. To your point, um, what people might consider a big competitor or like a potential competitor to Sevens is Shadowverse, Shadowverse. which is a brand new IP. Yeah. So like, the, the, I feel like they 
they're not very much in danger in this situation because Shadowverse doesn't have this kind of legacy. Shadowverse is brand new and it's not, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. crushing it. Well, you know? I also, I, I never, right. I, I never also viewed Pokemon or Digimon as a competitor to Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, just be, well, I, I, yeah, I maybe more Digimon, although I, I, I feel Pokemon and Digimon are more competitors to each other. Absolutely. Than to Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, that's just, they both have monsters in the name, bro. Yeah, that's, that's just how I've always viewed it. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, it, it really will be. Uh, either way, though, unfortunately, you heard it here probably first that Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s is, is almost undoubtedly going on hiatus in the very near future. But, um, mm-hmm. yes, you know, I will make a video as soon as it gets confirmed and officially announced. Uh, but we do have predictions to make for next episode. We know that episode 5 is airing in two nights. And... We have to choose between Rook and this green-haired kid. I'm actually going to uh, Rook this, and that green-haired that guy. Green-haired you know? guy. That guy. Still don't know. That, gr- that green gentleman, I believe. Patty well, it's, is it girl. guy or girl? Is it confirmed? It's a guy. No, they them. Yes. We, we don't know. Here is the image that, that we have of him. So that is you guys can probably see on your screen. It, I it's mean, Spectre I... after he dyed his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. He looks like the most sinister character we so have far. gotten in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. 7s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will post another image of a character that I think is different. Maybe the sister of this character, or maybe it is... But this character looks like a girl, not a guy. Um, but here's the two new characters that we have in the preview, and obviously you guys can see. Um, it looks like... To me, it looks like a guy that's dueling. It looks like a girl who's to the left um but it looks like they're wearing the same thing though yeah it's definitely just different like shots different angles of the same person i'm pretty sure it's gotta be the same person right yes yeah i mean we have three new characters though in this episode so those are the three siblings in the preview there is the green person and two other people aren't there maybe i didn't see that preview i've only seen the preview images preview what right the images pictures no, I'm talking about, like, at the end of the episode that we watched. Yeah, there was a preview. I didn't watch it. They, oh, okay. Th- yeah, these these shots weren't in the preview. I can't... I, I think they're probably the same, but a few people don't think they're the same. So, I guess we'll find out soon. But either way, yeah. the, the kid dueling, um, most likely the one in the middle here, is going to be the kid that Rook is going up against. Uh, and we okay. are going to be choosing. And if you guys want to choose, of course, you guys can pick down below as well. Uh, just email them to me. Email your pick. Rook, green-haired kid, draw slash no result. Uh, and we are going to type in our um, picks Ooh, to the we're Discord. Right now. Here we go. We're going right to type in our picks. But we are Dude, going to know, bro. go to... Okay, actually, okay. We'll we'll do a few donations. Okay. And we'll think about it. So we're going to do... I don't really... I can't... I don't think any thinking about it is going to help me. I'm just going to go with my gut. Yeah. You got to. We're putting you on the spot. Just type I, yeah. something in there. I got. It's hard, man. I got to be honest. Yeah, it's hard. Like, it's it's rough because we know absolutely nothing about yeah. who that is. Yeah. And that Nixie, guy, you want me to help so... you out? You want me yes. to help you out, dude? Dude, yeah, just pick bro. Yuga, dude. Just write that down below. <laughs> I'm just, right. I mean, it hasn't I, I, let me down before. You know what? I, I, Roman's going to win this time. Yeah, Roman. Yeah. There you go. Listen, I. Kaizo. I I don't. I genuinely. <laughs> I'm I'm not 100% sure. I'm not confident on this one. 
as confident as I was on the last two. It could go, like, really either way, I think, and that's the danger. You know, it's just that the character, obviously, that they're showing in the preview is not a joke character. No, Um, clearly not. No. And and what also kind of concerns me a little bit is, let me show you the image for Rook that's also... It's just shot. hard because we don't know anything about the green-haired yeah, he looks character. We don't. Nothing. And, and Rook, and you know, it doesn't mean that he's going to lose or anything, but <laughs> Rook in the shot, you can say, yeah. looks, I he would, say, shocked, I would right. say overwhelmed and shocked. Yeah. Maybe that this kid is going to be as good as he is. Right. Um, but so as to much be as, fair. Listen, I love how, Rook, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, t- to be fair, how many times have we seen the protagonist make that face and then just like the protagonist? But this is not the protagonist. Fair. I mean, any character. And yes, really. he beat Yuga. So in the power structure, he's at the top. But I don't know, man. I think this is. I, I could. I would not be surprised if if Rook lost. But we are going to make our formal predictions. Uh, it's such a hard prediction. It's, I just it's, wish it's I knew about the other character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. But anyway, we'll read a few. Okay. All right. Let's do that. Um, Electric Heaven donated $5. Oh, thank you, man. Um, said, was in the minority that I really liked Sevens ever since the announcement. Glad to see people enjoying Sevens now as well. That's what's up, my dude. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the support, man. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Um, I think a lot of us are, and I appreciate the donation. Mm -hmm. And he said, also, first time donating, so thank you. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much, man. Cool. Thank you. Welcome, friend. And based on that, um currency i believe kevin is from aussie land so that is amazing i love aussie he has land. to say it he can't i have to not say, say it. i do have to say aussie land every video but thank you so much kevin seriously i do appreciate it salts the whole country <laughs> no it, what do you every mean time. it's not as bad as him saying melbourne yeah and i love it. every time we have this conversation either uh sam or mac laxi comes out of the shadows and is just like what are you saying about australia i know <laughs> <laughs> And then Dylan goes with, well, you wouldn't call it Jason Bond. <laughs> Jason Bin. Bin, thank you. But it doesn't matter. All right? <laughs> we all have our own dialects. Right. Fair. Right. Um, doesn't matter. Next dono. Yeah, next dono. Uh, Brian Ford donated $5. Thank you so much, Brian. Brian. Um, he said, I felt bad that they turned Kaizo into a stamp machine. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm anti-robot, but I felt really bad for Kaizo. He seemed really yeah. unhappy. Yeah, he did seem very yeah, unhappy. I felt bad. He was just sad. But, like, that was... A, I thought that was a nice thing by Yuga, just, like, mm-hmm. in his yeah. continuing friendship that's growing with Gakuto of, like, hey, like, I see all the pressure that's on you, so I'm going to help you out. Yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. help you out because I want you I mean, to it's, a, it's a robot. He'll get done in, like, 45 minutes, and then he's good for the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll be fine. Yeah. Kaizo has a lot of personality, though. I like Kaizo a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love Kaizo. Yeah. Even if he is a simp. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. He really is. <laughs> Simbot. <laughs> um, Brian Ford donated another five dollars. Thank you, so Brian. Is there no principal in the school? Why does Gakuto have the authority to allow and disallow rush duels? And everyone. Has That's what I'm saying. I I yeah. don't think there's any parents in the town. That I don't live in. Like, in we these, haven't we haven't even seen a teacher. Character. No, we haven't even seen a teacher. That's a yeah. great. Thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to consider, like, for somehow in these shows, like, student council presidents are like gods. Like, they can do. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Can do 
He has not. two minions that are literally kneeling before him. Yeah. yeah. No, it's actually in like every show. Like that's the that's the trope is the student council president is like a G. Like he yeah. can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't, so he doesn't even draw his own cards. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> how, can literally... you, how can you approve that many things a day? How many things are wrong with this school? Yeah. We need help like, on the roof. I gotta go back and watch this. So... Help me um, fix the roof. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Dude, psychotic. I'm just picturing Gakuto. He goes up there with like a ladder that like barely reaches the top. So he has to like struggle to get up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just know. putting, he just putting roofing tiles just on I there. know, like what? Yeah. yeah, like what's going on? It's amazing. Brian, thank you for the donations, yeah, man. I really do you. appreciate it. Um, TNX Rail donated two pounds. Thank you, Thomas. Um, said getting used to the art style. It's getting better. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely growing on me. Uh, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, huge, it's, a, it's a huge shock when you first see it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, do I prefer the old Yu-Gi-Oh style? I probably always will. Um, but to me, it's not that much of a deal breaker. I, I've noticed that I think it's a deal breaker to people who are more into, like, if you're more talented at art and drawing, I think that's more of a, it's more of a severe turnoff for you than someone like me who can barely draw a stick figure. Um, so I've kind of noticed that trend a little bit, but yeah, for me, it's just personally not that much of an issue. I mean, besides that, it still feels like a Yu-Gi-Oh show mm-hmm. and the animation. Mm-hmm. There's early rumors that Ebena, who's one of the best animators, uh, might, might be the one doing episode five because those animation shots look very similar to a few shots he did in arc five. If he's back, he left after arc five to do fate. Uh, it would be incredible, but we'll, we'll see. Those are rumors. Nothing's gonna, we won't know until episode five airs. Mm-hmm. Um, Goose donated $5. Goose. 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 Um, said the music in the background for Rook reminds me of Duke Devlin from Duel Monsters in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Hell. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Well, every time, every time Duke Devlin would say anything in Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, um, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake would play. (laughs) Uh, yeah those are bridges are so good so there's the one for dragon ball or there's some gold ones i know the one for dragon ball is legendary yeah the Yu-Gi-Oh one is pretty great too um i think i've watched um oh my god what's the show that sam loves oh yeah that had an abridge too (laughs) yeah oh god Oh God! Sexy back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank, thank yeah, you for the <laughs> thank you for the do- thank you for the donation, Goose. Cal is a bridge, Duke Devil. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Oh, oh my God. Back. Yeah. yeah. The I don't know how to act. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. Uh, Otis Cunningham donated five dollars. Thank you, Otis. Otis. Um, said, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, send me some good vibes down here in Florida, because I might be going back to work at Universal sooner than I thought. Oh, jeez. Good luck, my good friend. Luck, yeah. yeah. Stay safe. Yeah. Good, good luck, luck, man. Um, yeah, no, there's some states that are just... Uh, are just like, yeah, yeah we're opening it. We don't <laughs> care. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be safe, man. Um, just wash your hands as much as you can. Wear masks. I'm sure they'll yeah. still allow you to do that. Um, yeah, if Universal opens very soon, I guess Disney would probably open yeah. soon, too. But we'll just way... ride all the rides with masks on. It'll yeah, be the, right. way, the way theme parks... <laughs> well, 
Orange County, which is what, what uh, Orlando is located in, um, released something of, like, their plan of how to reopen back up, like, resorts and the theme parks and everything. They have a phase plan. Okay. They don't have when it's going to be implemented yet, but they did kind of set everything out in stone of, like, oh, we'll open with 50% capacity. 50% off the bat. Yeah. Wow. The bat. Jesus. That's the first That's phase. That's going to be good. Yeah. Um, you know, and a whole bunch of different things. I read something about that yesterday, so. Wow. But no set date of, like, oh, okay, like, June 1st, everything's going to open, you know, so. Well, Otis, um, best of luck, man, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, just stay, just take as many precautions precautions as you can, Mm -hmm. and thank you for the donation. We're sending good vibes your way. We'll always be here to talk if you ever need to talk. Mm -hmm. Of course. Absolutely. We're going to re-roll out the whole filler arc very soon. Filler so, arc V2 beautiful. coming in hot. Roll it out, 2.0. The, the, the sequel of something no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, It'll be even more interesting because it's going to be remote. Like I know. The I know. remote oh, filler God. arc. Oh, God. No one asked for it, but everyone secretly wants it. Everyone does it. They want it back. Like Dylan's OnlyFans account. <laughs> Next donation. <laughs> Brian Ford donated $5. Um, now, Nicholas Horton said it was officially confirmed that the Disney theme parks will stay closed until 2021. I, I didn't see it was officially. I saw that yeah. that was a rumor, though. Maybe I they saw, have yes. officially done but it. But is that officially all over the world? Maybe it's officially in Europe. Well, well I know. Yeah, I know Nicholas is over in Europe. Because I know the Disney UK Paris. has had it bad. He did say that all Disney theme parks. I didn't hear that. Um, I'd have to look into that. I saw that there was a projection, but that nothing yeah. was confirmed. I mean, to me, that would just make sense, though. I mean, like, I don't understand how you could open up places that have tens of thousands of people packed yeah. into an area. Like, if they're, if they're talking about my office, for example, there have been rumors that you know, it's not going to be opened up for a while. They haven't even actually set a date of like, yeah, you know, through this date, you know, at least for now that we're not going to be back. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you're, you're out. Um, but they've said that there's already going to be precautions taken of how they open it back up like that. You right. Know, staggering shifts, staggering desks, like all of this other stuff. So if my office is doing that, like how is it? And, and you think about it, like, like Kate or Cal, like your jobs actually have meaning in what you're contributing to society. And I'm not saying that Disney doesn't. It, it, it definitely gives people excitement yes. and fun. But at the end of the day, it's entertainment, just like sports is. Yeah. And so it's exactly. not actually essential to risk tens of thousands of people's lives yeah. just for that. But even yes. when, you, when you ride a roller coaster and you, you get strapped into the seat and you're grabbing a bar in front of you, yep. after every single ride... These employees are gonna sanitize. No way. No I mean, that, way. I, I mean, you're asking people who. Well, they're good. That's what they're gonna have to do. But yeah. oh man. That's... No. And think about no, the wait no times. Other choice. Think about how you increase the wait times for people online. That you're not gonna be able to immediately go on. Now you have to take two, three minutes to sanitize the whole ride to get it. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's so much work. Yeah. And not only that, you're gonna have to stand six feet away in line, so you're gonna feel like you're about three just, miles away see. to get on something. I don't see how that's happening. Dude, the high I... speeds are gonna blow the, the the Z's right off the roller coaster. So it's fine. <laughs> Exactly. That's actually how it works. That was um, good. Yeah. No, they're just gonna get that spray like the bowling uh, alleys have with the shoes, the disinfectant spray, and they're just gonna spray exactly. everything. You know, you know, they're just spraying Febreze in those shoes. They're not spraying. Yeah. Yeah, Febreze in just like an unlabeled can. You don't even well, know. Dill, what's in Dill, there. I have the perfect plan. I have the perfect plan. Right. Oh, we go to Disney. Right. 
except we don't go on any of the rides that other people are going on. We go on the water rides while it's really cold outside. No one's going to be on there. And so we're not going to be at risk to potentially be infected by other people. That and we get to have fun. So you just get have, hypothermia. Have he, have he and I told all of you that story? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think we so. have. That's a great story that we the rode. Lock room? Oh my God, it was in it was in Universal. So yeah. Otis knows what ride it is. It was yeah. uh, Rip Riptide Rapids or something like that. Yeah, something like um, that. But it was a horrible idea. We rode it when we went in the middle of December as dusk was there. So it was like five o'clock and it was getting dark and it was getting cold. It was like 50 degrees. And you know the ride, Otis, or anyone that's been to Universal. No one was on the ride. I don't know why we decided to That should have been a sign right there. It was five grown men riding a a five-person log flume. And it was the worst experience of my life. And I don't say that like to be dramatic. Okay, I do say that to be dramatic. But it it was a horrible experience. Um, but we'll we'll go into detail about that, and we'll we'll have yeah. pictures on here. Maybe we'll do an after dark one during the film. I arc, still but... actually, if we do an after dark, I have that video. We could we could cue that up. I, I was gonna say it to you. I yeah. remember Pete yeah. sending me like a Snapchat video of you guys just like yeah, so uh, dumb... it's fifty degrees, and by the way, look, and he just puts the camera up, and you're all soaked. <laughs> oh my God. I wish the whole time we go on the Hulk. Oh. <laughs> me and Dylan, oh, and who else went on? Joe, Brian, Joe. We're, we're, oh, it was Joe. We were all on the Hulk, and we left the seats wet for the following people because yeah. we were soaked. Yeah, it was fucked up. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll do, just to get back on topic, we'll do, we'll, we will talk about that in an After Dark. We'll do one more donation, and then we are going to make our predictions. Rook, green-haired kid, think about it. Okay. Uh, Brian Ford it. donated $5. Oh, thank you, Brian. Um, so... I loved the episode. I've rewatched it five times now. Wow. Damn. Um, I love Gakuto even more now, knowing his mindset. The duel was my favorite so far. Um, yeah, duel. Fair I, 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 I don't know what duel I liked most, to be honest. Um, Mine was Romans, but I, I probably I, Romans. I can, I can so empathize. Yes. Yeah, but that last duel was pretty good. It was cool to see Sword and Shield. Pete, you're watching the OG Yu Gi Oh! You probably remember that yes. card from Duel Monsters. Uh, that was yeah. a very anytime you see things like that, like a pot of greed or something yeah. like that, it's always cool to see. Dude, sword, it was cool to see Sword and Shield have a, an appearance. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic card. Dude. It is, it is. Um, and it was cool to see Seven's Road Witch as well. So no shit, no mm-hmm. no really question as to why someone might have thought this was the best tool. Did you say no shit? No <laughs> he meant to say no shame. Yeah, yeah, but then it became no shit. <laughs> like, damn, all right. Brian, thank you for the donations. Uh, we are going to be making our prediction. Uh, before we make our prediction, I think it's fair to read the summary. I know Pete doesn't like this, but we're going to do it. Um, just so that we we're, we all have fair footing before I'm we make I'm a slave to the machine. <laughs> I started typing it in? Uh, not yet, because I'm going to read oh. the summary. I'm going to post it on screen as well. So maybe the summary might give you more insight as to what you think. This is the cast list as well. This is going to cover the screen for a sec. The okay, summary. So covers, yeah. Rook's manly battle. The school's newspaper club came to interview Yuga. Meanwhile, Goha has been keeping an eye on the internet. Perhaps Yuga can spread Rush Duel rules without attracting their attention by using printed newspapers. However, it turns out that the newspapers club is to denounce Rush Duels, for they think that Rush Duels are shallow. Angered by their insults, Rook decides to challenge them. So that is the summary for the episode that will be airing in less than 48 hours now. Um, and we are going to be making our predictions. Newspaper guy or Rook? 
hope right now. Fair. Yep. Okay. You ready? We are you let me know when to hit enter. We're going to send. We're going to. And we're doing this so no one can base their predictions off other people. All right. Is everyone ready? Yes. No. Okay. He's uh, not ready. I really don't. ready. Dylan is already questioning his pick. You can see. I, yeah, I, I don't feel I, good about that. I changed I, my pick three times. It's I don't, fine. I don't yeah, I've, I've flip flopped so much. We have no idea about one character. Yeah, I've already I've, I've flip flopped in my head. Like All right, a are we ready? Already, but I'm I'm committing. Yeah, we're ready. No, no I'm I'm flipping. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, we've got a flipper. Okay, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, send. Ooh. Wow. Okay. No. okay. All right. Oh. Interesting. All right. Hold on. Let me just get. I, I love <laughs> that Nifty edited boy. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, Nifty. Of course. I, I picked it up. Jeez, oh, hold on. Everyone. Not I've, I've infected everyone. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> just make that small. Cal is shook right now. <laughs> I no, love the one con I didn't choose the same as the others. Are <laughs> our, our, our reactions that obvious? Okay. Um, who wants to start? Pete, uh, I kind of want to start. Okay, Cal can start. That's fine. And the reason is because my and I changed it because of the summary. I agree. Yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll just I'll just go right out and say. Wow, I'm really? Picking... You changed it because yeah. of the summary, really? Yeah. I, I picked... changed mine because of the summary. Oh God, I picked mm. I picked Rook, and I originally picked the green hair kid, mm -hmm. and I changed it because of the way it was worded, and the fact that they wanted to denounce the rush duels, so that that to me made it seem like Rook was like, yeah, you think they're so bad? Well, why don't you duel me in one, and if we lose, we won't do it anymore. And that's the way I picture it coming out, and then he comes out and he wins. So you that's, you you picked the green hair kid before. I that had summer. the green hair kid yeah. because I thought it was going to be them kind of being <clears> like, <throat> um, if we like if we I, I don't even I don't even know like I just I had this like inkling in my head that he was going to come in and just be like, I I, I can't I, I can't even get the. It's the, a hard the one whole, to call. It really is the a hard whole one to call. the whole summary just completely switched my thought process wow, so now great. i'm just all jumbled I but agree. i really thought the green hair kid was just going to come in here and win because i thought rook was going to be like kind of cocky about it and he'd be like yeah well if you think you're so good then why don't you do one of us like we've never even done it before and then they would win and he would kind of become like a rival almost in a way mm -hmm. but after reading that i completely flipped wow. just completely flipped nick t you're you agree with cal yeah i 100 agree with him my mind Exactly. Like initially, I so my mindset prior to the the synopsis, right, the summary. Um, I felt that given the fact that Rook had already beaten Yuga, depending on the stakes here, that like we needed something mm -hmm. to sort of disrupt the power scaling because, like, I in my mind before Rook winning here would really establish the power scaling of Rook being that much better. Yep. Because Rook beat Yuga, Rook beats this guy. Like you know, it it's it sets up like a weird precedent. But I feel like this sort of synopsis like kind of puts that to the side for a moment. We get the you know group that initially is coming here to cover something, but it's sort of flipping around on them, and they're going to obviously run a bad press about rush dueling, which is not what we want. And I think it'd be a pretty big moment for Rook to sort of turn that around, get good press on rush <laughs> dueling. I just think it. 
it looks better for everyone involved if Rook wins here. And, and, and as a best friend character, I think it just, like, plays to him better to, to win. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, like I, if, if this was Joey Wheeler, I could duel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, Kate, you want to go? Yeah. Okay, who'd you pick? Well, I picked the green-haired kid, but now I regret my decision. <laughs> no, don't regret <laughs> it. I want to see you win. Stick to it. Yeah, stick to yeah. it. I'm sticking to it. I, I really don't have any, like, real reasoning. It just felt right. Um, but now after Nick T and Cal's explanation, I, I slightly regret my decision, but I'll, I'll stand by it. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to. I but... have to. I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pete, did you agree with Kate, or are you going with Nick T and Cal? I went with Rook. Uh, I think that the summary kind of reaffirmed my thoughts because I kind of had similar thoughts to them originally. Like, oh, man, if you make him 2-0, and like, and he's kind of the top of the class through five episodes. But then I was like, you know what? This show doesn't take itself that seriously, especially yeah. early on. And so I feel like there we keep we have this idea like that you referenced earlier with brains that everything is so like life and death stakes. And I'm like, you know what? I got to get out of that mindset in that. I think Rook is just, he's not only the character that we know anything about, because we don't know about this guy, but you could still set up a rivalry potentially with this character by if he loses and he's kind of indebted to Rook, then you have a situation where he keeps wanting to get his revenge on him. So I think you could set up that precedent of Rook wins right away. And then with that summary, you obviously want Rush Duels to keep progressing and being yeah. known more and more. So there's no way that if the green hair guy's objective is to stop that, We've seen how that's worked the last couple episodes. So yeah. I, I feel like that's just going to keep going and pushing through, getting more of the attention of the president mm -hmm. and of Goha. And so Rook has to win this. Um, can I, before, can I just say a, part, a point that is probably going to support Kate's argument more than ours? Yeah. Let's hear it. I think they're going to challenge him and the stakes are still going to be the same. Like, as I said before, like if Rook loses, mm -hmm. then they're not going to put Rush Duels like in their paper. And I think the kid is going to win and have so much fun doing it that even though they win, he could, he'll be like, you know what? This was such a great time. Like, I loved it. It was so exciting. I'm going to write something good in the newspaper anyway. Like that, I feel like is the opposite take that it could definitely play out that way, especially with the way the show is. Can you read or, my or mind, Cal? I can. I can. Or the show could go the other way. Where, like, where Rook wins... And so, like, the newspaper's not supposed to post then about not allowing rush rules, and then they, they just do it, do it anyway. anyway. Yeah. It, just, it just seems like we always go the opposite of what we promise. Like, so. Okay, yeah. freedom of the press, so we're just going to yeah. do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, realistically, Pete, that's a very possible like very possible thing like can... could you not see a comedic moment of like as like rook's all proud it cuts to the next day he picks up the newspaper and is like what what is this yeah what do you mean they weren't supposed to print this i i'm Dude, i'm yep. gonna i'm gonna be honest as i'm about to get my pick um i i don't feel good about this pick at all i really don't um <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah, I. Nobody I'm, does. We don't know about this. I just is, gave. I just gave the supporting answer for the other side. This is yeah. this is probably the least confident I've been in a pick. All of Yu-Gi-Oh sevens, and I didn't feel that confident about Yuga versus Rook, and I was wrong about that. I picked Yuga. Um, ironically, though, a, a duel I was confident about. I was also wrong in the hologram man Yuga. Um, but first episode, so it is what it is. Yuga versus Roman, Yuga versus Gakuto. I felt very good mm. about both of those choices. Th this is one that I just I just couldn't pick against Rook 
because of the lack of information that we have for the green-haired kid. And so I had to pick Rook because of it. But in the preview, we see the most sinister-looking character that we have seen in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. So it very well could be a character that is going to show up later on in the show. Um, we are getting a duel that I don't think Rook really needs to win. I kind of disagree with the sentiment that Rook losing would slow the spread of rush duels. It's a freaking newspaper club. I mean, mm -hmm. this is not like, you know, the number one televised show yeah. in the like world. They already have right. a video out on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's, and th this could be a potential roadblock. Or even if Rook doesn't win, it's still going to get published anyway because it doesn't matter. And that seems to be the theme yeah, of this show. Um, yeah. um, isn't that, isn't that kind of what they said in the summary, though, of like the idea of printing it in the newspaper, which means it would spread less and that maybe it would have less attention from Goa? I mean, I, I feel yes. like that's exactly what the summary was kind of showing of like, yeah, newspapers kind of, well, they're right. kind of dying. They don't really matter. I think it was more saying that, that they're watching the internet and they probably don't even realize that they would use the paper. Nobody like, yeah, kind of like reads the newspaper anymore. But the kids in the school, they might just pass it around and be like, yo, check it out. We're putting the duels yeah. in here. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I man. I, I really just don't feel that good, but I thought it would have been a reckless pick for me to pick against Rook. Mm -hmm. The fact that he's defeated Yuga, the fact that he's, you know, undeniably right now the best rush duelist of the four. I mean, if you want to make the argument for Yuga, you can, but anyone can just say, well, Rook beat Yuga. So how can you argue that Yuga's a better rush duelist than Rook? Uh, at, at the moment, Rook is either the best or the second best in terms of the power scaling. Wherever you want to put right. Roman and Gakuto, fine. You can arrange them any way you want. So you have your, your best rush duelist right now dueling a character that we know nothing about. It would have been too reckless of a decision for me to pick against him. That being said... I, I don't feel good. I really don't feel good about Neither the pick. Neither do I. Um, no. And I'm, I'm, I would have been stunned if Roman beat Yuga or if Gakuto beat Yuga. I would not be mm -hmm. surprised at all if this green-haired kid beats Rook and then maybe in the very next episode or down the road, Yuga has to duel this kid and yeah. Yuga's yep. the one who gets through to him and is eventually able to show him the, the power of rush duels. Another uh, prediction, I predict that Guy of the Fierce Knight is going to be used in this episode. Let's just that. That's just a kind of a. Why, where's that coming from? Well, guy, the where fierce knight got revealed uh, to be a rush duel card not too long ago, and the really? official Yu-Gi-Oh 7's Twitter account tweeted about the card uh, pretty recently. Not that it's going to be in the anime. We don't have any confirmation there. That's just a very right. kind of crack opinion out there that I have. But uh, we'll see. I wouldn't Love be surprised, Gaia, if dude. Guy the fierce not that, not so that crack. I mean, you know, what better way to promote something than the have it show up the, in a the, recent the, episode? The official Japanese ding, ding, Twitter ding. account did tweet the card with the hashtag yeah. sevens very recently. So. We saw the um, at the end of this episode. We seen. I, I, I imagine he's one of the creators or the voice actors. He's talking about Gakuto's ace, like right at the end of the episode. If you stay and watch that, like commercial thing or whatever mm -hmm. that exists right. in the episode. So they're trying to promote the card game, so that would make sense. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's and I 100%. Mean, I mean, I, I think, you know, Red Eyes being a legend card, I mean, Red Eyes Black Dragon is going to be in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm already fully on that board. Uh, that's the rivals got to have it, man. Uh, the rivals got to have I the card. really freaking hope. But that's a, that's a, a bold prediction. Um, I would be less surprised if this kid beats Rook than I would be if Guy of the Fierce Knight was used. Um but we'll see, man. I, I'm interested to see what people think about the duel. But I, I think that it's uh, 
it's a lot more unpredictable than first meets the eye. I really do. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm nervous, but I uh, I gotta stick with. I I could I could flip flop right now and not even hesitate. Like yeah. that's where I am. Like I'm just sitting on the fence with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I felt I felt personally it just would have been it would have been way too reckless for me not to pick Rook, because um, we just don't right. know anything about the other kid. We just don't. Um, it's true. But we'll see. Will Kate gain ground or will she fall into solely last place? Uh, the record Pete is three and one. We are all two and two. So we will see. And definitely submit your picks in the Pick'em League. The winner will win a gaming console. So definitely uh, join if you haven't already. And if you have, make sure you submit your pick before the episode airs Friday night. Um, yeah, going to be a fun episode, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have mm-hmm. any more donations? We have, yes. Okay, we'll take some more, have, uh, yes. some more donations. We got a good amount. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Aura Dragon won. Uh, donated $10. Oh, thank you so much, Aura Dragon. Wow. Yes. And so thank here you. is a theory. Uh, Roman and her brother lost their parents and are supported by a third party, perhaps Goha. And Goha is telling Roman, you can play, but you have to do this for me, etc. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty good. And they had to die in a car accident. No <laughs> well, there's no, there's no way around that. Yeah. There's only one way people can die. Only one way Yu-Gi-Oh parents could die <laughs> car accident. Yeah, Unless you're the way you see them, supposedly. It's the only time you see them. I wouldn't mind if Roman and Roa, mostly it seems Roa, is working under a third party, though. An outside party from Goha and from Yuga and his friends. I always love when there's multiple factions that are involved in a story. Um, so I, I would love if that was the case. He's running his own version of the Knights. It's this universe's <laughs> version of the Knights. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, we still have that green-haired kid up. Hold on, let me get rid of him. I thought you left him up there on purpose. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. I'm gonna. Do you want a water? I'm gonna grab another one. I, I am okay. Okay, but you can read the next one. I will read the next one. Um, I don't know what it means. Um, oh Xander no! Donated two dollars. Okay. Uh, said B M beat Robopi and Windy, not S B. Soulburner, who's B M? Blue, Blue Maiden. Blue Maiden. Blue Maiden. Um, okay, so let me try that again. Uh, Blue Maiden beat Robopi and Windy, not Soulburner. She's best girl. What? Um. Yeah, I saw that Xander said that that was a a um what he wishes happened, which okay. I would definitely uh, agree with. Okay. Um, we yeah. made and needed a, a win that was not uh, <laughs> Haru. That's Why? A, uh, Haru, pivotal moment Haru. in the show. Justice for Justice Haru. For Haru. I, lo- I loved Aoi's eyes and man. She just needed one more win. Haru was the only character she beat in the last, I think, like 90 episodes. Um, yeah. Which that's not even like a, an exaggerated fact. That's like I an know. actual fact. I know. It's really The show sad. only had 120 episodes. Um, yeah, yeah, she has, she, what does she have? Like two or three wins for the she entire beat show? Prototype B. Dueling prototype B. She That's beat right. Vyra, which was probably her best, definitely her best win. That was her best win. Although yeah. Vyra only dueled once, right. and, she, and she beat Haru, who only That's dueled right. once. Who was she called beat prototype and, B? Yeah, prototype B. That was Aoi Zizen's big win. Ooh. Yeah, woo! She beat prototype B, not even prototype A. Prototype B. <laughs> I yeah, damn man. Was, I'm surprised I, she never dueled Bitten Boot. I am shocked. She, she she probably did off screen. It would have been close too. It, it, it definitely wasn't close. an yeah. on screen duel if she dueled them. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <sighs> uh, 
that character. But, bitter, but, but even if she did duel Bitter, they, they didn't duel anyone. The only duel that <laughs> I remember Bitten Boot had was uh, fully on screen where we saw every single turn was Soul Burner. That was it. Um, I, maybe they maybe they dueled off screen. I don't really put too much stock into off screen duels yeah. personally. Um, but e- either way, I don't I, I don't think that adds anything of value to her character. If she beat them even on screen. Yeah, just a shame. that character. <laughs> just a shame. It was a shame. All right. Um, next donor, we have Alan Wilkinson donated five pounds. Thank um, you so much, okay. Alan. Said, still wondering who created the Rush Duel card style because we know it predates uh, you as Yuga's rules. Also, will all of the Legend cards be non-original? That um, is a very good point. Well, the all all of the Legend cards right now have been. Oh yeah, non-original is in new, right? Because that that probably will be the case for a while. The only two legend cards we have are blue eyes and red eyes, and we can make a very educated guess that Dark Magician will be a legend card released in July. Uh, although that sure. will probably get delayed a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, the legend cards might just be OG cards for now. Um, obviously, legend cards you can only have one of each in your deck, but um, you know maybe they'll create some some custom ones or some original ones. It's a good question though, Alan. But uh, yeah, who created those? Cards. Yeah, why uh, do we have that? Why does why that style exist before the, like even his even uh, Gakuto's Ace was that yeah. format? Right. It's got to. It has to. You would imagine it has something to do with Goha Corporation, right? They produced and distributed yeah. all these. I, I would probably imagine. I also. I mean, that could be very well running. how the cards just look in this universe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I mean, I would. I hope though, Red Eyes and Dark Magician are in this anime for the sole reason that it would annoy all the people that are already like annoyed with the show. And <laughs> I, I would just, I would love. I just be cool. No, That'd no, be and, really and, cool. And, and in a serious sense, I really don't care about that. That's me being petty. No, I, I it would be amazing. I, I'm such a sucker for any sort of nostalgia, and and I think that it, it would be so cool to see them in the anime again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. But thank you, Alan. Um... Ice Aiden donated $2. Thank you, Ice. Um, and Yo. said, out of the four main characters, who is your favorite? Yeah, I feel like we're going to end up talking about this every single, uh, after every Roman. single episode. Probably. My favorite is Roman. Yeah, Roman. 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 Mm-hmm. Rook. Rook and Roman are probably my two favorite. I, I don't know. I feel like just from the start, I wanted to like Rook the most. So I, I kind of like... That's fair. He's like you're saying. Well, join, join Cal, join Team Rook. Hashtag Team Rook. <laughs> I lean his way a little bit. Rook is probably second for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say mm-hmm. honestly, like Yuga's on the bottom of my list. I I, I, I like I, Yuga more than Gakuto. I like Gakuto more. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's I like fair. Gakuto more, but I think I think it says a lot about the characters because even though Yuga's like sort of the bottom for me, I still like him quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, just like any of them. Yeah, I don't just. Like also, any just shows characters. the the writing in these last couple shows so far of just the yeah. side characters are just so well fleshed out, so well yep. done. Yeah, yeah. That you just end up liking them even Absolutely. more. Very winning personalities, which yeah. was something that I was really concerned about with with sevens, but mm-hmm. they've exceeded expectations so far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, next dono, Alexandre Tom. Thompson donated five pounds. Thank you, Alexandra. 
um, said, hope all of you are well. I have a theory that Thank Sevens you. will be the only Yu-Gi-Oh! Studio Bridge will do, and then um, they'll all go back to Gallup. Interesting. Um, I I really wouldn't mind that. I really don't have that much of a, a preference as to who is animating. It would be cool for Gallup to be back. But honestly, you know, I know there's a lot of people that would, would like to see Studio Gallup get it back. I... I I'm a little hesitant just because of how Vrains was handled. I agree. And I feel like there's a lot of people that, I don't know, give Gallup a pass. And I understand it because they did a great service for Yu-Gi-Oh! Animating it and being the studio that produced it for 20 years. But at the same time, sometimes you got to take a step back and say, they were probably a majority to blame for what happened with Yu-Gi-Oh! Vrains. The recaps, the planning, the dropped storylines... Um, the show the clear getting, the show getting rushed cut. ending yeah the show starting late the barely having episodes in season three clearly a rushed yeah. ending the show getting uh cut early ending early so I don't know if I would my trust in studio Gallup is not nearly as high as it once was um, yes. but I, I wouldn't mind them getting it back if they had the means to produce a full in-house anime I just don't know if they they have the means to do that successfully anymore to be honest mm-hmm. but you know if if maybe bridge was just kind of bridging the two Yu-Gi-Oh 6 to Yu-Gi-Oh 8 um and they switch back to Gallup as long as Gallup is okay to do it then hey you know I wouldn't mind it but we'll see um I, I personally we'll think they're going to be with bridge for a while I I don't believe they're going to hop back to Gallup after this or anytime soon really but mm-hmm. you know that's just my opinion it would be interesting to see a studio have it for one show as well and then they go back to right. Gallup back yeah, to yeah. almost as if they said we're going to leave for one show get your crap together and then we'll come back to you mm-hmm. yeah i think it's it's pretty interesting Dill, like personally how far you've come and your reaction when jump festa when all that stuff was going on and then i think it shows more how mm-hmm. much you like sevens that you're actually questioning like oh, i don't really care if it doesn't go back to Gallup. like i think yeah. that yeah. speaks volumes yeah. of what the show is doing I've I, I got to be honest. I through four episodes. I I've really liked the show. I mean, I really have. I, I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably like it as much as any other Yu-Gi-Oh that I can think of so far. I mean, it's been wow, fun. that's it's been, nice. It's been vibrant. Like the mm-hmm. characters have a lot of personality. It's been humorous, comedic, and I still yeah. think there's a lot of potential for it to you know get a little more intense as the show goes on. Hell, the very next yeah. episode, you're gonna have characters that look the most sinister that we've seen thus far. And I think there's a lot of potential for a really compelling and more mm-hmm. lighthearted story. And that that's completely fine with me. I think they've really done a good job so far for what it is. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Al- Alexandra did want to say that he has enjoyed the yeah, show. He has enjoyed Sevens. Mm-hmm. He's oh, not yes. saying, go yeah. back to Gallup because I, I hate this crap. So that's important <laughs> to say. Yes. Um, but no, I, I would love, though, if maybe for Yu-Gi-Oh! 8, if they kept it for, um, for um, if they kept it in studio, in studio Bridge, if they maybe brought on some Yu-Gi-Oh! animators to make it look more Yu-Gi-Oh!-esque, I would love Gilbo. that as well. So, Gilbo, yeah, exactly. Gilbo. <laughs> So next dono is uh, Rin donated five dollars. 
um, said, Nick T, my man, what up? Have you gotten, What's up? Have you gotten a chance to watch Why the Hell Are You Here, Sensei? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, I actually have one more final in my grad school, and then I have two weeks before my class. Uh, I've been, you know, summer classes, so I have a lot of time to catch up on everything I promised everyone I would watch. So that includes Why the Hell Are You Here, Sensei. That includes Initial D. It's going to include a lot. So these next two weeks are full of that. So uh, we'll see. Keep me accountable. Yeah, we'll I have see. nothing else going on. They, Literally they, nothing else going on. I think, I think they've been asking you to watch Initial D for, I don't know, eight months I now at least. Brian, man, at he's least. been asking for yeah. so long. Yeah, it really has been. Poor Brian. It's, it's been a, a minute. Um, all right. <laughs> next, don't know. Uh, Nicholas Horton donated five pounds. Um, said Pokemon Journeys, uh, first 12 episodes, English dub premieres June 12th on Netflix. Oh, cool. I'm actually going to write that down. That's the new Pokemon anime, right? I, I was kind of interested in watching that, so mm -hmm. I might check that out. I haven't watched the Pokemon anime in a while. Neither have I. <laughs> but um, thank you, Nicholas, for... It'll be cool that it's coming to Netflix. I really had no idea. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yes. Next. You love to see it. Yes. Love that for you. Um... <laughs> Uh, Alex Furby donated $5. Thank um, you so much, Alex. Alex. Yes. Said, so with the seventh hiatus incoming, how long before Dylan uh, resorts to... I forgot about this one, sorry. How long before Dylan resorts to the OnlyFans page? If you split one with Cal, you would never have to worry again. <laughs> That's true. Dude. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, uh... Thank you. I, I don't think that I'm going to be doing an OnlyFans page anytime soon. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. He's hold definitely on. not going to keep do an it. open mind. Keep an open Hear mind. Here is out. I mean, like Cal, right? Cal has a TV. It looks like right in the background, right over his left shoulder. Yeah, you it. advertise it right on that TV while we're doing live streams. Right there. There's it's your totally, audience. There's your market. Totally kosher. Um, just, just put a little bubble up there. You know. Yeah. I only OnlyFans is is. What what is oh, it's it has to, to be whatever you want it to be. Oh, I think does it have to be people? It's a, oh, it's almost like uh, it's almost like in a way like Patreon it's in terms like of Patreon. how people subscribe to it, but yeah. people basically only use it for X-rated things. I right? I think out of all of us, Nick T is the only one that would actually do one. Probably. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna... You know? he, he can't confirm or deny that. Yeah, when the going gets tough, you know. Hey, look, listen. If, if Sevens goes off the air, I'm, I got furloughed from my hotel job. Listen, I, I might have to resort to some things here. Um, yeah. Well, again, it's business. It's not. Okay. Well, you could do you could do a premium Snapchat. That's yeah, true. Premium Snapchat I, is also I, an option. Wow! As soon as you said that, Davis said the exact same thing. Listen. No, no, I saw, I saw Davis oh. said I was going to shout him out. Listen, <laughs> Alex, next donation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> seriously, Orion donated five pounds. I think. Thank you, seriously. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> said, am I misremembering, or does? called him greeny the green-haired guy green. um, I like that. look like uh the one roman sent pictures of the rush rush squad in the beginning. i think it's a different person i think uh, we can almost assume that that was um Roa. Roa, and his hair seemed lighter to me yeah. like almost like a like, like a green 
I like yeah. a blonde mint green thing going on. It reminded me of um, the character in Gundam Double O, Ribbons. Like it's very similar look. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was this character. I I fully understand the um the statement. comparison and the statement. Yeah, thank you, Pete. Um, but I I think we know the character at the end of episode three. I think the Yu-Gi-Oh Twitter confirmed that it was Roa Kirishima, and Roa Kirishima is not on the cast list. So I think we can conclude that this is not the same character. They do have a similar look, and whether that's gonna kind of um yeah whether that's going to kind of come into play here maybe they'll be working for roa maybe wait and see um okay electric kevin donated another five dollars from aussie land oh thank you kevin i appreciate it man um said do y'all plan on watching the new pokemon anime Besides hiatus and 22 episodes in, it'll probably be the best uh, Pokemon anime series for good reason. Wow, yeah. I, wow, I, I might really? watch it. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, when it comes to Netflix, I might check <laughs> it out. Yeah. Yeah, especially if I'm still, uh, if we're still sitting at home. It'd be, it'd be a very I'm, I'm easy watching thing for just... me to binge at 2 a.m. because I'm awake anyway, so I might as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching too much as it is. It's just... yeah. It's too hard. That's that's fair. Yeah, Pete's watching four Yu-Gi-Oh's. So. Oh my god. That's just one of I think like twelve shows I'm currently watching. It's right disgusting. Now, so. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh easy money, right, Pete? Yeah. <laughs> easy <laughs> money. <laughs> I wish I was making money from it. You can't get a job. Didn't they have a thing where you could like watch shows and like? Well, it was like watch. It was like watch the Marvel movies, but like mm-hmm. you had to watch all of them like consecutively for like a thousand dollars. So it was like a day and a half straight of just watching movies. I'd be. I would do it. I would do it. I don't. I don't know, man. That's no sleep. Just keep going. That's rough. Pete, as long as how much food with sleep? you? It's true, but I mean, Thor of the Dark World could put you to sleep. That's so, true. Well, that's when you drink. Better. That's when you drink your three cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is, like, enough food to get you through the whole thing and, like, a, a whole thing of Tylenol, and you're good. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, so this actually is not the starter deck. This is the um, the booster <laughs> box that potentially has Blue Eyes White Dragon in it. So I just wanted to kind of show this to everyone. I This is the first uh, OCG pack that I will ever be opening it. Uh, I will probably be live streaming it on Friday with my good friend Jesse Wood. He has a box as well. And we're going to see if we can pull the uh, the Blue Eyes. The, uh, the Legend Rush Rarity Blue Eyes. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. The Ru- Yeah, the Rush Duel Blue Eyes is like $200. So we will do that uh, probably on Friday. That will probably be the next live stream. I, no, I, I unfortunately cannot read Japanese. It would be cool if I can. But I can see the card designs. I should know what most of the cards are. You from, better know. Uh, yeah, from... Uh, <laughs> what did you say? I said you better know. I'll know what most of them are. but I, Those yeah. are my favorite, those videos, where Dylan's, like, super excited about, like, getting a rare card that's worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he'll go, and we drew the third card of the similar thing that's worth $2. So, so yeah, we just never have luck in these uh, drawings. <laughs> I, I love that. It's true. It is true. It is. Very <laughs> true. Are you all right? Yep, next one. Okay. Uh, legendary Duels, $20. Thank you so, thank you so much, dude. Yo, Legendary been he a said, minute yeah he said hey guys hi um, what's up Gato's episode was really funny really fun mm-hmm. like the style and strategy of his deck 
He really impressed me. Can't wait to see him duel more. I miss you guys. Excited for more Rook next week. Yeah. Well, Agreed. Legendary, once, once we're able to have guests on again, I don't know when that'll be. You'll, you'll be one of the first on. Um, I, pro I already promised you that, so that'll definitely happen. I, I'm... We're going to get you on so you can talk about it. But, yeah, Gakuto, it was a fun episode, man. We all enjoyed it. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. And thank you for the donation, dude. I really do appreciate it. Great here. The, the, the great thumbnails. Yes. Um, TNX Rail donated two pounds. Thank you, man. Um, said nearly enough to level up uh, from silver access level. <laughs> well, that is not a thing. But I appreciate the donation anyway, Thomas. Uh, hope you have a good day. <laughs> I think uh, at Silver Access, right? You uh, released your tax information. <laughs> I believe it's what it was. Can you imagine if that was like an actual like perk on my my patron? Account? Why would that even be a perk? Who would care? <laughs> after after one year of this of diamond tier, I've released my tax. <laughs> you can too. I released my tax. <laughs> That, that, Nixie, that sounded like an infomercial you see at four in the morning. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, okay. Really <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> all right. Oh, um, <laughs> Brian Ford donated $5. Thank you again, Brian. Thank you, man. Um, yes. He said, I wish we knew anything about Greeny, uh, because mm. without any knowledge, I can't in good conscience pick Greeny, so I think Rook will win. That's exa that was exactly yeah. your reasoning. Yeah, that's but that's exactly what it is. Um, I I just I feel like it's it's a little it's too reckless for me to pick against Rook, knowing everything that we know about Rook, his ability to rush duel, and knowing everything we don't know. Uh, are you okay? What's up? <laughs> no, I think Kate read the same comment I did. That's why. And and knowing everything uh, that we don't know about um, like I just saw it too. Everything we don't know about uh, the green hair kid. But anyway, uh, thank you, Brian, for the donation. <laughs> God, he's getting off the rails. <laughs> because I saw that she was laughing. I'm like, it's got to be the same thing. Are you laughing at Brian Ford's comment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree that that should be one of the things that Don has to do. Yes, I agree with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's not like they know where it is anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. So you could just, yeah. so, yeah, absolutely. I, I think I missed the, oh. <laughs> I mean, there are people here that do. Mm-hmm. That do what? Know where Dylan lives. Yeah. That's uh, uh. <laughs> Imagine, like, your, pack, your Patreon package for the month, and you just open it up, and that's what's inside. There's a house. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, great. Awesome. Find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, oh, Lord. Legendary Duels donated five dollars. Thank you so much. He's man. back. Um, he said, one. "I don't, I don't care who this kid is. I have to blindly vote vote for my boy Rook." Dude, <laughs> there it that's is. What's up. That's what's yes. up. Yeah, I mean, that's. Exactly. I think, I think a lot of us are gonna do that. I mean, I don't have a lot of confidence, but I still think it's the. Safer pick, safer pick at, at fifty three percent as opposed to forty seven percent the other way. Sure, basically. Sure. basically. Legendary, it's a good choice, man. I'm with you wholeheartedly, even though my heart's not in it. But I love you, bro. Thank you for the donation. Um, Bernardo Vima upgraded his uh, channel membership. To oh, yellow. oh, thank you so That's much. Hey. I, well, you're raw yellow, so you can join the Discord. 
go back on my community posts. You should see a Discord link. Feel free to click it and join. Uh, I'll, I'll post it again very soon. I usually post it every few weeks um, just because it gets lost in the posts. It's been moving but, up. Yeah, enjoy it, man. Enjoy the access. Moving on. And, and thank you. Moving thank you, seriously. Up. Helps out a lot. He's hanging out with Masawa. Bastard. Um, Light Melody VA donated $5. Oh, thank you so much, Light. Mm. Um, said, if Gallup came back, I wouldn't mind if they just handled making some movies and maybe have them more than, uh, last more than an hour. Um, just no more DM ones, please. Yeah. Monsters. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, if they're going to make another Yu-Gi-Oh! movie, letting Gallup do it, I think that was a big mistake with Studio Gallup, uh, while Arc 5 was going on, they also had to produce Dark Side of Dimensions, and I think that's... I always, I know a lot of people will disagree with me on it. Um, well, not a lot of people, but there is disagreement amongst the community. Not disagreement, but there's a lot of debate over what actually caused the downfall of Studio Gallup, so to speak. I think it was that they had to handle Dark Side of Dimensions while making Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc 5 and not getting a break, um, and not being able to outsource that movie and making it an in-house studio movie... I think that problem is resolved if you make another Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. Don't let Bridge do it. Let Studio Gallup do it. Give them something to work on. Let them make like a 90-minute Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. We would all love to see that. Um, even a two-hour Yu-Gi-Oh! movie because that's their only project. That's all they have to focus on. I, I think that would be a great... If they do make another movie, Light Melody, that's what I'd love to see. Um, yeah, and thank you for the donation. I, I think you're right on the money with that. Goose donated $5. Goose. Goose. So far, it seems to me that Yu-Gi-Oh! That each Yu-Gi-Oh! series has different genres that they fall on. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7 seems to fit the slice of life genre. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, I think that's that might be what I really do love about Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. Because I don't really watch too many slice of life anime. And a lot of people have told me that, like, I would really like them. Um, but I, I've never really given any of them a shot. Just not, I just don't watch a lot of anime and shows in general. Um, and like, Sevens reminds me a lot of GX. Pete, you could probably agree with me on that, where it just feels yeah. very, especially early on, very relaxed. Characters Kids are bursting school. with personality. Yuga is very similar to Judai in the sense that like he doesn't really care what's going on. He just loves dueling. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I, I like that aspect, whereas Arc 5 and Zexel, I didn't really feel that as much. And then Vrains and 5Ds were not slice of life at all. I mean, they were good for other reasons. But I, I kind of like that that genre, Goose. So I think you hit the nail right on the hammer. Man. In in 5Ds, you couldn't have a slice of life because it'd just be like them doing horrible grunt work as they were treated like crap. Yeah. <laughs> so no, you 5D, can't really do that. Don't get me wrong. That 5Ds awesome. was incredible, especially early on, but for completely different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Slice of prison life. It's just funny to go that. Hey, here's Yuga's job at the at the metal factory. And it's just like an entire episode of him just going to work and like just he gets standing on like a like a complete line, just like doing one task all day long. That branded. sounds terrible. I love it. Poor yeah. you say. Yeah, he gets branded. Branded. Yeah. True. Oh my god. Yeah, five days is pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay. Uh, Crazy Mo, Crazy Mo donated $5. Thank you, Mo. Uh, said hello from Palestine. Wow. Oh, what? Oh, that's cool. I don't do, I don't think we've had anyone. 
No, I think cra- I, that, that's probably, I think that's Crazy Mo's first ever donation. Halfway around channel. the wall. Yeah, Crazy Mo, thank you. What what country is Palestine? In? <clears throat> Palestine is 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 with Israel. Yeah, okay. It's, in the, it's the same area. Okay. There's um, obviously that's a whole conflict. topic you don't want to yeah. get into. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I so <laughs> okay. Never mind. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm uninformed. I apologize. It's um, its own country but, though. But, but honestly, um, that is really cool, man. And thank you so much for watching. I hope you're enjoying. Um, yes. It's probably pretty late where you are, right? It's probably like 5, 6 a.m. That would be early. Yeah. It's, probably, it's probably early. It's probably early tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. It might be 6 a.m. It might be right back. on the money, honestly. Wow. Well, I might be. Yeah, t- type that in. I'm, I'm curious. I always love. Well, I make it eight hours. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it's like probably seven hours. Five ten a.m. I was right on the money. I have a very good sense when it comes to time zones. So, <laughs> yeah. so when you told me, that's why I was wondering the area that it was, it was yeah. in. But uh, oh, seven yeah. hours? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Right on the money, Mo. Thank you so much, man. Right on the money. <laughs> Hoping you're enjoying the content, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, TNX Rail donated five euros. Um, What's up? Said Roman is our idol. Yes, I'm part of the yeah. Roman Empire. I am. Uh, I'll yeah, tell I you that. that. I, I, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's see, I, I really got to get working on that. I need a shirt, Roman Empire with just Roman on the shirt. That's actually a great shirt idea. I'd wear it. Um, we have It'd be to be pretty funny. We have to do it for the four characters, uh, and mm-hmm. that'll be when I I launch the merch shop in a little bit. That'd be um, really funny. I would like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. No, yeah, she she very much does feel like an idol, like in that way, like yeah, amongst the school. Yeah, I agree with that. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, Brian Ford donated five dollars. Thank you, Brian. Um, Again, thank you. Said Dylan, how much money do I have to donate to you for you to start an OnlyFans? Because I will do it. <laughs> Respect. There is a calling. That's what I'm saying, Brian. I appreciate it. Um, I'm. I do not have any plans to start in OnlyFans. Um, so what a mistake! Huge mistake. I, I I cannot get. Bow. And if I were to start an OnlyFans, I would not say if anyone donates X amount of money, I will start an OnlyFans because that also seems very wrong um, and, very- and immoral. <laughs> um, I don't like to take advantage of of people's generosity so i wouldn't do that but brian thank you again for the donation man and for the inquiry i really do appreciate it i am, I am flattered um all right next dono uh rin donated five dollars um, thank you again rin. yes again said nick t my man why the hell are you here sensei is only 13 episodes each episode confused oh um, yeah, so the show oh, is only 13 epi- episodes. The show is only eight, 13 episodes. Each episode is 12 minutes, 10 if you skip the opening and ending, so you could finish it in like two hours. Yeah, oh, Nick, what the hell are you doing? I'm going to commit to it. I'm already. committing. I could have done that. I mean, I didn't realize that, but now now I can commit to it. Slacking. Yeah, you got to watch it. Give me, Rin, give thank me, you for give, the donation. Next week. Stay on, stay on top of this, man. He's got to yeah. get that show done. Yeah, yeah please stay on top of it. Um, seriously, Orion donated... Um, five euros said i've been watching the pokemon sub anime and it's really worth watch- watching ash is very good and go is a very refreshing co-protagonist with different goals 
Yeah, I've seen the. Um, I think I have seen either an episode or a clip. I think I saw a clip of them having to get past like a very hot desert, which was actually a pretty humorous clip. I, I if that sounds familiar to you, um, but yeah, no, seriously, I'm, thank you for that um, that insight mini kind of synopsis. And yeah, it's cool that he's got a um, a character traveling along with him that is, as you say, a breath of fresh air. Um, mm-hmm. And I've seen the design for Go, and he looks like a pretty interesting character. The whole synopsis of the show seems really interesting. So I haven't watched a Pokemon anime in ages, but it might be something that I'll definitely uh, look into watching. So thanks for the uh, the promotion. A lot of Pokemon promotion on this stream, yeah, which is not a bad awesome. thing. I Go's love the sound of that. And good vibes, obviously. Yeah, so. good vibes. Great vibes. Thank you, man. Thank you. Go's gotta go. Go's gotta That, on the other hand. <laughs> wrong, wrong go. Wrong go. Um, then, seriously, Orion donated... Uh, two euros um calling me out for calling them uh pounds uh said at kate i work with euros not those filthy pounds (laughs) i apologize um listen it's brad as hd is not going to be happy about that yeah i go a little cross-eyed when i'm reading (laughs) so it's hard to tell the difference sometimes so i apologize yeah seriously we are on the animosity (laughs) i will be on top of that sincerely sorry about that man um, <laughs> don't want to associate there, I guess, with the United Kingdom. Thank Joe, you. would you say you're would you say you're seriously sorry? I'm seriously, I'm seriously sorry. Too seriously, Orion. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> We're wrapping things up, ladies and gentlemen. Two more donations, and then we're gonna sign out. Yes. Uh KP donated two dollars. Um, KP. Thank you, Kay. Uh said DL Zexel World coming. Uh, me shaky eyes emoji. Yeah, Duel Link Zexel World. Um, I've heard that the um, earliest it will come is September. Uh, that was according to Brad, who is someone that I I trust very much when it comes to Duel Links information. Uh, so it looks like that September at the earliest. Again, with COVID, you never know with all the delays going on. But yeah, maybe late 2020 we will have Zexel and Duel Links, which is really cool. I know a lot of people have wanted that for a long time. So. Maybe it's finally time for me to get into the game. We will see. But Kay, thank you very much for the donation. I'm glad you're finally getting your Zexel world. Yes. Um, I love the, that she described it with the <laughs> shaky eyes yeah, emoji. Yeah, I know yeah. Kay's a very big Zexel fan. Mm-hmm. Um, last dono we have is from Goose. Oh, Goose. Thank you, man. $5. Um, excuse me. Said, this episode showed some stuff about YouTube, so it makes me think that the title of the episode was Clickbait. Greeny reminds me of a young weevil. Wow. That's that's deep. Yeah, the, the weevil vibes I absolutely get, oh, yeah. except this character looks better than weevil. I, I hate how weevil looks. Um, but maybe that just feeds into him being such a POS character, um, which is what he's supposed to be, so it fits. But um, a parasite. I can definitely see the comparison because of the green hair and, and the evilness mm-hmm. in, his, in the eyes and everything, or mm-hmm. in the expression. Um, yeah, kind of a clickbait title that he didn't, but you know what? I know a lot of people have said the title felt clickbaity. Do you remember when Shun and Yuya dueled the Obelisk Force in Heartland, and the episode title was "The Falcon Dies on the Battlefield," and we all assumed, "Oh my God, Kurosaki Shun is gonna die," and he did not die. He collapsed, but he did not die on the battlefield. Um, so that, so there have been instances mistranslation where, where, yeah, maybe there have all the DMC DMC's translations are usually pretty spot on. There have mm-hmm. been times where the episode titles have been a little clickbaity, um, but because YouTube was a bit of a focus, 
Maybe that's the whole kind of underlying theme. I would like that if that was the tie in there. Yeah, I'm just going to assume it is. That's really good, Goose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Thank you all so much for uh, hanging out with us for a couple hours. Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens up. We've been doing this on uh, Wednesday nights. We'll probably keep doing it on Wednesday nights for the time being. Episode 5 airs in less than 48 hours. Don't forget to make your picks down below. Email them to me at yugiopickem at gmail.com. Do you guys have any final words, final parting words to say to everyone, all the good people watching? Um, yeah. So, well, Nick T is going to tell you to follow Barrett Letty on TikTok. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you say what you got to say. I, I was just going to say, like, even if there's a hiatus, there's always some light in the dark. So if it ends up that it's coming out, then that just means filler arc 2.0. Yeah. That means we're going to have to do oh, more awesome. Jackbox streams. We're going to have to do some after dark stuff oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. And then maybe me and Nick T can go back on that video we were supposed to put out. Mm -hmm. Dude, if we, we sure. should do that. To do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to find a way to do that. I want to get that out. I've, I've been sitting on the spreadsheet. I've been waiting for it. Dude, I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah. I've got all the all the Yu-Gi-Oh moms lined up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we will we will work on that video very soon. Pete, any parting words? Yeah, I say every week. Everyone stay safe and healthy, and try I to stay as uh, yeah. Every week, every week, every night, every day. Uh, every just minute. make sure you clean your hands, stay at home as much as you can, and keep your mm -hmm. distance. And Cal, I want to say to you, way back when you said that you might join me on some of these legacy reviews. I'm still waiting. Okay, so if you want some filler arc stuff, catch up on these shows and join me on these reviews. The people demand it. You need to be there. Um, yeah. How far are you? I am doing, I think, episode 13 tomorrow. So, like, it's not that bad. Okay, so maybe I'll join on, like, one or two of the shows. So I'm saying, man, just watch up till then. Just jump in. All right, let me, let me, let me write that down in the, on the tablet of my mind, you know. All right. I'll get to it. If you don't, I'm going to start a hashtag. Kate, any, any, any parting words? No. Okay, Kate has no parting words? Well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for coming. Thank you to everyone who watched. Even if you watched in silence for a couple minutes, I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to everyone who donated. Right now, it, it means more than anything. I know everyone is in kind of uncertain, or most people are in uncertain financial situations. I'm well aware of that, so it means even more than it normally does. Uh, it helps me out immensely. Thank you, Nick T, Cal, and Pete for helping me out as always, and Kate. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we will be back next Wednesday. I will be back very soon with some more Yu-Gi-Oh! content. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Episode 5 in 48 hours. Thank you all so much for watching, and I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. Amazing day. Thank you.